0: I hear it. Are you, I hear it. Are you I hear it. hey everybody welcome to Street Fight there it is hey everybody welcome to Street Fight radio we had a little bit of a misfire there but we're we're locked in now. Loaded and ready to go for another call in show. It's Sunday night, time for a motherfucking street fight. Are you ready for it? That number to dial is 614 655 3887. We want to hear what you have to say. Share your stories. Let us know what's going on in the streets, uh, wherever you're located, anywhere on this flat earth. We are the number one anarcho comedy radio show on any station across the nation. We do it on WCRS here out of uh, Columbus, Ohio, and all over the world as a podcast so wherever you're at thanks for listening thanks for supporting what we do and uh it's all about making this a bigger and better thing spreading this mess across the u.s as we like to say for those of you jumps just jumping into the the radical lifestyle get comfortable because we uh have a lot more to go and uh we're happy to have you with us it's uh time to be in the streets it's time to actually show them those streets belong to us uh, and, and let them know it, not let them think that they're leasing them to us. So if you're down to clown around downtown, please do that shit. Keep up the good fight, everyone in the streets, uh, and let's get this call show going. My name is Brett Payne. My co-host is Brian Quinby. We're Street Fight Radio. The show by Phoebe's. So That's the kind of fucking shit you get if you pay attention when the show's live. Trying to build those numbers. That's true. You know, on I the line. show my feet. You can watch uh, the you can watch the show by going to Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, or YouTube, uh, and chat along with people as they uh, talk. I'm universally known as a guy with great feet too. Remember, well, two two I, I had two professional sex workers tell me that I had feet that were worth forty dollars for a picture. So yeah. You know, I mean, and also those feet have been living in a humidor called a um a, a red wing boot <laughs> for a very long time. They've been wrapped up very tight uh, and have been kept safe. They've been mint in package. I've been saying lately that like probably the last forty percent of street fights have been done by me barefoot. Lately. It's a new time. Well, I fucking walking a lot more like my seven day average right now. I like I should look it up, but like my seven day average usually around twenty thousand. I try to keep it okay, 20, right 000, around twenty thousand steps, steps. A de- one in one single day. And yeah, but through the week, right? Like, so there would be a day or two where I would get fifteen, sixteen thousand. Sure, but then there would be days I get twenty six, twenty seven thousand. I, I I like to be above twenty thousand on that seven day average, and my seven day average right now is thirty eight thousand six hundred seventy six. Even a lot of walk-ins. So the dogs, I just gotta get the dogs out. But today I didn't go to the protest. Uh, too much noise. You know what? I can only spend so many. Do- I'm a. I. You know what? I am an Ohio country boy. Okay. Okay. A rural from- cowboy country boy from Ohio. Uh huh. And grew up on, on milk straight from the teeth. Yes, yes, yes. I Unpasteurized know. <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, a cowboy country boy is quiet. I used to, me and my paw used to stare at the stars every You'd night. Cut you an apple. Yeah, yeah. Which is with his pocket knife. Yeah. And to pro- slice off. <laughs> and the protest while are, are very inspiring to me. Uh,. It's a lot of people honking their horns and revving their motorcycle engines and yelling and chanting and uh, s- singing. It's a very beautiful thing. This is not me complaining, mm-hmm. but it is like, An even when I take walks, I take my, well, partially because they have to charge, but they only take like 15 minutes to charge. I take my AirPods out of my ears sometimes, even when I walk, just like just for the quiet, like time just, yeah to think you know yeah that's smart and uh um i just i couldn't do it today i just was like it's so it's so loud there i just want to go be quiet i went and sat by some water wow just a babbling brook no it, 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 it ignorantly i i keep saying i went and sat by some water now i could have sat by so much water in this whole city i sat under two highway bridges (laughs) it was not quiet at all i was walking the sciota mile and i got to Uh... these two highway bridges that run over the trail and there was water and that's like as close as you can really get to the water there because there's like yeah so i went i just because i i mean like whenever i get really overwhelmed i just sit by water and it doesn't work and it's brown water and it's gross and everything like that and then it also smelled a little bit like doo-doo down there or mayonnaise and doo-doo is what it usually smells like i don't know if like what i think about columbus ohio is like it's midwestern so like we we pump doo-doo water into the river but since it's midwestern we make it smell like mayonnaise we like have like a mayonnaise sort of like air freshener quality into the water so it's like see it didn't smell bad it smells like mayonnaise probably just like any overstocked mayonnaise goes into the water (laughs) i just don't know why it (laughs) smells like mayonnaise i don't Why? because it's fat because there's a bunch of fat fat bubbles in there people are like <laughs> frying up a whole catfish and then throwing it down the sink <laughs> is that like I remember, remember <laughs> when i was making a lot of meat i would i when i was making a ton of meat i would like uh you know you have to get the oil in it and yeah every time i had oil left over from making something i didn't know what to do with it so i just dumped it in the alley i would walk out uh, to my alley and just uh, dump it on the ground and be it. like hmm, i makes make sense i don't have to do anything with it now it's a localized issue now <laughs> I have to deal with it. I have to be reminded of it. Yeah, it's kind of, it's like, well, it's not just me. It's the neighbor's problem now, too. The people behind me and the people next to me and stuff like that. Like, this is, let's all work together to solve my oil problem. Remember? Well, I think this. the streets of London were clogged by that, like, giant fat burg or something they called it. Which was, like, globs of grease and uh baby wipes that don't break down, that people flush, even though they don't fucking break down. They tell you they do, though. Dude. not on all of them 90% of no, the motherfuckers they don't, say flushable baby before you dog but they I, I started baby most recently they say flushable on because i they bought don't. some during the first part of covid because i was like well i guess for safety's sake i'll buy these flushable boys and i got them home and my wife was like, those aren't flushable. I was like, it says flushable right on the fucking package. And she was like, it, they're not flushable. And then I logged online and I looked it up and the motherfuckers weren't flushable, yeah. even though it said flushable. Right. But they're still, the thing about it is that you can buy them for a penny if they're not flushable. They charge you 10 cents for the, for the flushable ones. And then they're not even flushable. Yeah. Yeah. None of them are flushable. Right. But the, but the majority, but they do at least, they are honest about some of them. Like, do not flush these on the cheap ones. They definitely say these are not some of them. Yes. Yes. Uh, No, I agree. The ones that you buy for specifically when you have a baby and you're broke as fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Those ones do say not to flush. I flushed them. I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, I was not the same person I am now when Gwen was born, but. Uh yeah, when COVID happened and you couldn't get toilet paper, yeah. I went to the store and, and they had flushable wipes and my family refuses to use the bidet. So it's so weird. It's Too American? You're living with a bunch of American patriots. I I guess they just like, they're just like, I don't care about doo doo on my butt. I don't, you know, it's fine. I'll take a shower at the end of the day. I'm like, well, why not have a clean butt after, you know? Who knows when they crap, though? That's the thing. I don't want to talk shit about them because they could crap right before showers. Patriarchy requires them to have some sort of weird ritual that we'll never find out when they do it. I crap in the morning when I get up and I don't like to take a shower before I go walk. I take a shower when I get home before i go to bed before i climb in my bed i take a shower so like the bidet works for me because i'm i would have to go to the whole day with doo-doo butt so you know just talking about how clean i am love it and and uh how was your week just loud basically oh no you were down there there in the hot i don't want to complain i don't want to come off like i'm complaining about it or anything like it's very it is no it's not a complaint it's honest i that's the thing is I, I had a there is a prolonged we need to have more people coming out like once we got to the middle of last week on the basement show I was kind of like uh, we don't need a cheering section I'm going to go back to my place I'm going to send you water and band-aids you go out there okay because there's not enough people to keep a sustained thing like this going for that long. You know. Yeah, I was there every day except for today, and it's too much. And you uh, should be able to just do it once a once a fucking week. Be yeah, able. I mean, I don't mind. Like, I, I it's not a big deal to me. Like, I was spending three four hours there, and then heading home. I you know, I said this well, last week this. on the show, and 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 like didn't I? Like, this isn't even about me pressuring people to do stuff. This is about like me and Brett are. You know, I feel like me and Brett owe I mean the left broadly, but we owe them this time, like we owe them our time, we make our living sort of uh, like adjacent to left causes and stuff like that, and that like when something like this goes on if if there's somebody that's gotta be there all the time, me and Brett like. I I can't speak for you, but for me, I feel like it's a debt on my ledger that I should be there and I should be available to it. And like that's I because I don't want to. N- I've never believed this was been something to organize that white people are going to organize their way out. I believe that we mm-hmm. are in the path of black liberation is the the way for freedom to for all of us. That's really all I'm here for is to back that up and keep massaging that to happen yeah. i wanted to talk about that a little bit before we get into the calls the uh i saw the philly dsa post and you know what i do also think that that like i guess i i would say that the class first people i mean like the, a lot of them really do want to help and they're, and they're trying and and they're you know the dsa is a socialist organization which focuses on class issues so if they're going to talk about these marches they're probably going to talk about them in their lane of these things uh but my thing when i'm talking to anarchists socialists communists people like that that are organizing around this is that like this doesn't have to be like a heavy-handed thing this fight can be for black liberation this fight is for racial justice this is specifically a fight Because about police brutality against black communities, this is not about this is nothing about class. What I'll say is when you defund the police department, there's going to be a bunch of money, a hole in the budget and the fight then becomes where does that money go? And that is when you start having like a real class analysis and a class struggle and fighting about where that money goes. But like you can achieve the goals of a, so- a broad socialist movement within this. within black liberation but let it let this be about what it is about yeah that's the way i feel about like let this this is not like our thing this is like uh uh i was mentioning this i i tweeted this earlier today but it's like when a mass movement happens a lot of times what will happen is uh the news media doesn't know how to cover it so they say who's the leader of this movement And then a bunch of people will raise their hands and say that they're leaders. And I've seen this happen. I've seen a lot of white people like willing to raise their hands and and stuff like that. And like uh uh I'm gonna be straight with you. Like, I know how good it feels to get interviewed, and like I would love to be on TV, and uh if they asked me to be on TV, it would be very hard to turn it down, but in this situation like, white people, I don't think, should even, like, be accepting yeah. those those opportunities. Yeah. I think we should just shut the fuck up our, our, and let black people explain their position and amplify that. Yeah. There was a there was discussion in the white group of people want to do a solidarity ride. And someone was like, how about, like, a bunch of, like, disorganized white people stop trying to do projects and make themselves feel good. We can just ask, you can le- reach out to leadership that's already existed in Columbus, Ohio, people's, honestly, people's justice project. I would be fine to hand over the keys of the city to them so that they could decide what the, what we're going to look at. I trust them wholeheartedly. So I would say you need to make yourself available to those organizations and just be ready to take orders because this is what we had problems with. We've always had problems with this. The people on the sideline are like, I don't want to have to go in there and tell everybody how to protest and tell everybody how to win this thing. I've got a day job. And it's like, all right, you're getting a little too arrogant about this. How about you just make yourself available to the people that need you uh, and, and do what you can to assist in somebody else's goal? Some, some the, the black community knows about this more than we ever will. So we have to defer to them when it comes to this kind of stuff um the the support is appreciated when you're out there it's all love you know there's no there's no there's no trying to figure out who's for anybody when you're out there it's love and we're all one people but like when it comes to the way that you're going to move uh please make sure you that it's with with uh that that in mind you know right 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 yeah i know they're not there yet but they will be they are oh they're there okay yeah just give it a minute uh uh yeah, I just I I've seen a lot of people like you know that dipshit Michael Tracy, which fuck that guy yeah. anyway. But like uh, uh, you know, go join Michael Tracy's movement if you agree with him. <laughs> the movement, but I've seen a lot of people talk about how this doesn't advance like class, uh, like class consciousness. You're and arrogant, stuff. And closed-minded. But I don't know any better. You don't because just. Every day, tell yourself you're stupid. Tell yourself you're dumb, and you need to learn more. There's nobody like. Here's the problem we have. You think we start to convince ourselves that we know what's going on, and we don't. We fucking don't. You need to learn. You need to read books. You need to stop saying, "Oh, I kind of get get it what they're talking about." You need to know exactly, you know, what Kwame Ture is talking about and shit. Like, you need to really look into this stuff. It's important. Uh, It's like. There, there's a reason to there is a historical context to all of this young this is the problem like being an older person is they always show up like some 19 year olds show up and are like i just invented fucking electric guitar and i'm the best at it and everybody's like we've seen this all before you know there is a lot of history to this you know angela javis is still alive actually she's not just like somebody from history books angela you like we could defer to her she could be the president. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. You know, like, they're already here. We already have all the knowledge and the lessons. Um, We need to stop making about, you know, I did go to cl- the Clintonville protest, which I honestly thought was great. I mean, Clintonville is a very affluent place uh, where, you know, the houses are like $350,000 and you get about 1,400 square feet. Um, but they, I, they showed up in a huge way, and I've seen a lot of radical action coming out of there. Um, but it, it needs to be sustained. And the, the thing about that we have a problem with as Americans is because we want to be in a fight. We want to join a fight at the very end. How many of these motherfuckers joined this fight that began with Michael Brown and Ferguson? How many people join, how many people were, were full of shit back then and just decided three days ago that they're now Black Lives Matter supporters? So. Like, there, we have a lot more to go, and if you think that you're just going to come in at the very end and tip the fucking ball into the goal, you don't know what's ahead of you, and you're not real. Like, you're not ready for this. This is a sustained thing that has to happen constantly. Yeah. It's going to be continuous, and it's not going to always be just going outside and uh having a party or, th- or you know, being really loud. It's going to require actual work. You Yeah. Know? Yeah, I agree, man. More I, than just getting an Instagram picture and shit. I just I yeah. It's been a uh it's it's been a time. I'm uh I plan to be back tomorrow and uh you know, or the next day. I, I think, I'm I'm fucking up when fried. When you, I man. you have to I mean I took breaks too. We you know what we did, uh we went down today and handed out popsicles with the kids. We got a three, six, and seven year old that uh so we can't really, it's hard to take them down there and be out in the sun all day because they want a sandwich every 30 seconds or 30 minutes and all that. So we went and bought a bunch of popsicles and drove downtown and handed them out to protesters in front of the state house. Uh, that was a fun thing to do. Um, other than that, I mean, I'll probably go down this week and see what's left. Um, but I know there's a lot, there's people still planning get togethers and actions. So it just really takes being there is what makes a difference, you know, and figuring out what to do next from here. Because it's yeah. not over. We didn't. We didn't win anything. No. No. Well, none at all. Really. We won a big pile of work to do to get these out. I mean, yeah. The, the only. I way, mean, Andy. There was Ginter only one waited. way to defeat the police. And that was dismantle them. Yeah. And that's like take all of their like arms and legs and put them in a different box than their head and torso are in. That's uh, true. That's I mean, the Andy Ginther, I think, waited us out. I. I just. I mean. I, I he didn't do anything. He's not gonna do anything. But that takes us to our first call. Okay, Let's, uh, answer this call. All right. I hope I can hear it. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight?
1: Hey, this is uh Bryce Sampson, uh, Marcus Jones, and Joshua Clark, and we're from the uh, Recall Ginther campaign.
0: Oh, awesome. Mayor Ginther is uh that's the the Columbus mayor here. He's a real dipshit, uh, and he's a worm. He's a, he seems like a wormy, weaselly guy. So, when did you guys start uh, uh, this campaign? Like, what, when, how long? I, I guess, like, what are the logistics of this? What, what do we need to recall Andy Ginther?
1: Um, so we'll need to collect um just over fifteen thousand ballot signatures, um.
2: And get those verified. Uh, we so we're hoping to collect over thirty thousand um, because you always want to get double what you need. Uh, we have thirty days to do that from three days ago. We so we have Jesus. until July fourth to collect those signatures. How many? Um, you so need? We have twenty-seven days left.
0: Thirty k. We need thirty k by July fourth. Can you do it digitally? But- unfortunately you can't um what about
2: republican you know what? blocked a bill that was gonna allow that
0: oh really uh, in the
2: state house like a sh- month or something ago, i got a bunch of dead relatives
0: i got a bunch of de- dead relatives and their social security numbers you think i could <laughs> sell you some of those votes well i will say this we do know Republicans that would sign a recall Andy Ginter. <laughs> that is true. I
3: think, I think you
0: just need to make up a Republican version of the document. Like he was too weak during this, pro- during this crisis. So yeah,
2: so Republicans can also sign the petition too. So that's, uh, that's something we have on our side. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, we've definitely gotten, we've definitely gotten, uh, some feedback already from some Republicans and also seeing a bunch of them following us on social media already too. <laughs>
0: How uncomfortable does it make you? Um, a little, <laughs> <laughs> It's you know what though? It's uh, it is,
2: it's weird to be working with them, I guess. Um, but I mean, this dude's an asshole. He's a piece of shit.
0: Right. He has, he has not done a single thing since this started. Uh, uh, I basically check his Twitter every two or three hours. He doesn't post very much. Uh, which some might say is a positive. I mean, I know, you know, he's not a Trump type tweeter, but, um, he's not doing anything. He is, he has not done anything. So there's three of you on the line. Uh, let's just go around and see, uh, uh, what made what made you join and and start this uh, start this effort? Yeah, so uh, my name is Marcus,
4: and so I very much you know got involved in this effort just because uh, I feel like the the city of Columbus and specifically Mayor Genther has been you know just offering up empty platitudes and they're not really dealing with the root of the problem. They're not dealing with systemic and institutional racism. They're not actually trying to address white supremacy. Um, and, you know, and that, you know, very much part of the reason why there you see so many people, specifically, you know, people of color out downtown in the streets protesting, because it's, it's just like, this is a city that is run by Democrats. And yet we see, you know, police very much terrorizing the community. And there's just no excuse or justification for it. Right. Yeah, this is,
5: Go ahead. This is Josh. Oh. Go ahead, Josh. Okay, I was going to say, yeah, mine's a little longer standing. You know, we live in a city, and I know everyone blesses us. We're on every Forbes list. This city works for everybody, blah, blah, blah. Half the population of the city can barely afford to live in this city. The policies have been very much against working class, middle class people in this city. You can't just throw a D in front of your name and expect
3: that,
5: you know, if your ideology doesn't match up with what the party representation should be the party ideology, you got to go. In the best case, he's a moderate Republican. I I don't see anything. I mean, he's owned by the partnership. He's done everything they've they've requested to try and and then including one of my biggest sticking points, I, he lost me even before. I've, I've been down there every day except for maybe twice, and I was down there Friday in the middle of chaos when, you know, you, you let the Columbus police the force basically use weapons of warfare against your own citizens. Weapons of warfare and a tactic that's outlawed in, in wartime for us, but you let it use on your own citizens. But for me it was more when he refused to, to take Terry Tarrant as the police chief took Quinlan over that individual. And Perry Tarrant, I don't know if a lot of people know about him, but he was out of Seattle. He was the finalist between him and Quinlan. Perry Tarrant had a 30-year history of promoting minority hires and diversity, as well as women hires. The highest women percentage, I believe, in America is in Seattle, including the first step of the de-escalation process within the police force. which brought police violence down between citizens and the police down almost 80% in his tenure. And that's what we needed desperately, especially I mean, in the midst of that was in the midst of when the federal government almost had to oversee the Columbus Police Department. We had a vice officer that was murdering, um, prostitutes, a uh, number of Sex situations recruiters. with, uh, you know, escalation of force with Rosen, Officer Rosen. So he had an opportunity and he blew it to go with status quo to appease the FOP that doesn't give a shit about him. Right. We never endorse a Democrat under any circumstances, and they still do measures to appease them on a fairly regular basis. It's just insane to me. So,
0: that's why I'm doing it. Right. I, I'm I'm with you on that too, is like it's very funny to see these guys that under no circumstances would the fraternal order of police ever endorse them. And basic I I mean, you know, I hate to use this language, but they're cucked. the the democratic mayors get cucked so hard by the police like it is a real like where they're just like (laughs) where they're just like oh the fucking mayor's a big fucking pussy and then the mayor's like uh, I think the police have been doing a really good job out there I would like to throw them a little bit of extra money uh, help them out a little bit and I mean if you're into that kind of thing that's great in your personal life but it's not good for like governance you know (laughs) <laughs> like de Blasio is the same way, but Ginter has been really bad. I mean, when Henry Green got shot, he, the, the very, there was a very pointed and specific polity, policy policy thing that was asked to be changed with this, the summer policing program. And uh, he extended it through the winter instead of that. He, 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 Nothing has been done to Officer Zachary Rosen. Like he has allowed this police department. Yeah, he's allowed this police department to run fucking wild. Vice officers went and arrested Stormy Daniels because she fucking hurt Donald Trump's campaign. It they are allowed, they have been allowed to do anything they want since he's been the mayor. What's the fucking point in even having a mayor? It, it, he doesn't do anything at all nothing well the thing that the 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 problem really is is that he fucked up when he thought that uh the city of columbus was the crossroads of broad and high and all of a sudden when the city of columbus decided mm-hmm. that they wanted to mourn at the crossroads of broad and high he sent Weapons out there to say broad and high belongs to us and we decide what happens at broad and high and we want a permit and all of this stuff You can't protest. You can't be out here in the streets and completely he f- he fucked up everything. He fucked up uh, absolutely everything Um, To be in that position of power and to see what your, your 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 community is doing the way you're supposed to look over them and not be out there and and try to to do anything besides I mean Brian's daughter, I saw Brian's daughter get fucking sprayed with tear gas. You know, like, uh, it's, it's it was stupid. It was, there was nobody out there was causing problems last Friday. And, and now, uh, they went the Instagram route and that seemed to have worked a little bit. People are liking the, the kneeling with the police bullshit and, uh, they, they have gained a little steam, but yeah. I think that Ginther should always be held accountable for this. I think he failed. I think he's out the fucking door after this. It's just like, it's not a career. This isn't like you're going to be, this isn't like choosing, you know, uh, choosing a career. You're going to do, you do this until we're tired of you. And then we're throwing you out the fucking door. You're lucky you're not hung by your tie. Now I have made a promise, uh, a, a street fight radio promise for any of our listeners that can get A hold of petitions, and we're going to find out how to get a hold of petitions here in a second from from the people running the campaign. I promise if we get this up and we recall Andy Ginther, I will run for mayor. And Brett will be my co mayor. And uh, we will definitely, I will 100% get the signatures and get on the ballot and run for mayor and make the Democratic Party denounce me. Brian Brian will go, (laughs) say (laughs) one. Brian will, a Brian will go need make need a, a bunch of signatures. Help if that's what I'm saying. Get, get, <laughs> get yeah. this recall done. Where can we get petitions? How do we sign them?
2: Uh, yeah. So unfortunately, like I said earlier, you can't sign online, which is a bunch of bullshit. Um, especially cause like they were trying to get it done for, um, some ballot initiatives over the summer. But, uh, probably people recreational weed because of COVID. um so uh the only way to do it is in-person petitions um right now we're doing it uh just out of me like i'm distributing to people people are either coming here or i'm giving out to people um i'll give you my phone number in a moment um but we're also hoping to within the next couple of days, we're going to be able to set up a couple uh, points across the city for people to. Uh, we'll have petitioners uh, out there, and you can just drive up, sign the petition, and drive away. Um, okay. Kind of like how the uh, COVID kind of testing things are set up. Yeah, that's tight. Uh, we're still working out.
0: We're and still working are out so kind of
2: the details on that because we have to find, we have to find like public areas or like private areas that will let us do it um like we can't go to like a walmart parking lot and do it because they're going to come out and tell us like to leave yeah (laughs) um so also so if you guys have any ideas too we're hoping to get one on like east west north and south okay um for all of those um yeah so i think that once we get that going i think that will help a lot of people too because even a lot of people have reached out to us like, oh, we want to sign it, but we're not like I can't go to like the protest and or I I just don't want to go to the protest. You know, like I'm afraid of getting sick, blah, blah, blah. You know, I don't know. Whatever. They have a million different reasons why. Uh huh. Um, so that's why we're trying to come up with this, like this backup plan. OK. And we think if we can get this going and getting enough volunteers to do it and signing up in like shifts and stuff. We'll we'll easily pass that fifteen thousand, thirty thousand in no no shape.
0: You have like a we had when July fourth. We 4th. had over
2: two thousand. We got we had over two thousand yesterday just on like our first day.
0: Okay, all so, right, that's yeah. a you know um, then you're on target.
2: Today was today was a little bit slower, but <laughs> um, the petition or the protest was also a little bit smaller today. So
0: yeah, so listeners in Columbus help them get this filled out. Again, uh you'll get the street fight mayoral run if you recall Andy Ginther. Help them get these petitions filled out. Take them to your Republican family. take them to everybody you know let's do this. Let's win this thing can uh Can they mail them in? Is that a way to do it? Can we have people print them out and mail them to you? <laughs> um that was gross. sorry. we've been kind of keeping it centralized right now
2: um because like we've been seeing a lot of people going out with like funky petitions and like getting people to sign things and then people aren't don't really know what they're actually signing for sure so we've been trying to like keep volunteers held accountable to like make sure like one of us hands each volunteer a petition and they also have to like sign it out we have like sign out sheets okay um but what I mean, we have thought about like setting it up in email and kind of like emailing it out to people. I think more pe- we could get more volunteers that way. Um, but yeah, we've been kind of right. taking like the easy, like the safe route now, because like I said, a lot of, I know there was another one in Columbus today where somebody posted online and they're like, uh, somebody's walking around with some kind of petition and they don't even know what it's for. Obviously it wasn't like one of our people. Um, like asking for people's phone numbers and this and that. And so,
0: Oh, that you know, was me. Three, I just you, like calling people. I just like to get people's phone numbers. I like to have a big collection, give them a ring a ding <laughs> and say, Hey, <laughs> I like to have like-minded friends to give a ring a ding ding too. So what's the phone number where they can reach you?
2: Yeah. So the phone number is 419-672-1859.
0: Well, you guys are doing the Lord's work. Yeah, I'd love to help you rig this election if I can help in any sort of way. Brett Payne, you (laughs) cut the fucking malarkey. You guys are doing great. You keep us posted on what's going on. If you need anything else from the Street Fight Boys, just let everybody know. The Street Fight Radio Guaranteed Promise is the first dual mayor. Yeah. Of Columbus, Ohio. If, <laughs> if you listeners fill out, if you get these petitions filled out, if we get this guy recalled when the runoff election comes, me and Brett will run for mayor. Thanks for calling, guys. I appreciate oh, it. Yeah, we nice love you. It. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Peace. Oh, the CrossFit CEO's in trouble. He did a racist joke on the internet. <laughs> oh, no. Probably lost all of his money yeah Reebok just ended there oh no yeah that's, that's a big slip-up what, what did boy? he do I mean he did a like an actual racist joke I can't tell if he was being racist You know what I mean? He's trying to do ironic racism? I can't... Everybody thinks you're racist when you do ironic racism. No, I don't think he was trying to do ironic either. I think he was trying to tell a joke, but he just kind of stepped in. Halfway through, realized, oh wait, oh no, this is not appropriate. It's a he responded to a tweet that said, racism is a public health issue with, it's Floyd 19, which is... okay. I don't know if he, I think he was, I mean... You yeah, know, it's stupid. It's not good. It's stupid. And it is it is a racist joke. Let me be clear. But I don't think... It, I've seen a lot worse on the internet. But boy, this guy's fucked. I Just like, as I was looking... Yes, don't say anything. Don't, yeah, you just... Don't that's go out there and be like, it let's lighten the mood a little bit, everybody. It's getting so stuffy in here. That's, let's have that's, a workout. Let's work out this energy and tell a little bit of a, a crude jokes. Old guys, hey, old guys just don't tell jokes anymore. If you're over 45, Just stop. Don't tell any more jokes. Yeah. You haven't figured them out. You're going to have to stop soon. Good. I'm tired of it. Okay. <laughs> so you're setting me up for success, is what you're saying? Eventually, I can just give it up. Yeah. yeah. Some ex- no, no, it's not funny, really. Not that funny. Well, no, I I sort of uh, uh, making jokes out of everything. Here's the thing, though. I kind of came up in the new climate. I started in this climate. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The guys that start like just don't. Just stay away from jokes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You. Yeah. You. You save that for your buddies when you're smoking cigar. You're sitting inside of a hot tub smoking cigars with a bunch of lonely old men, and you're like, "This is the best. It doesn't get any better than this." <laughs> save it for that. Yeah, that's the time to do it. To get another call in. All right. Uh, thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight?
2: hey fellas this is uh i'm gonna go by Slinky tonight uh down in pensacola florida
0: how's it going down in pensacola slinky i
2: got i got a lot to say so last time last time i called um i got cut off by a storm and uh now we got uh, a bigger storm got a tropical storm rolling in so i apologize if i get cut off if that's the case i'd love to call back next week okay um while we're hanging in there. Um, I really appreciate the mom and dad routine y'all are doing. Brad. it's great to see you like really, really fucking energized and, uh, you know, trying to get shit together and and really trying to like seize this moment.
0: I'm very um, energized really too. Nice to see. How dare you? You
2: are, but you're doing the mom routine and it's good. We need that too. We need a little both because we're we're all just spitting in the void and you never know what's going to stick with who. People you been me? telling me I was um,
0: angry. The Somebody posted this week. I haven't heard Angry Brian ever because... I'm never angry anymore, and there's a lot of new listeners to this show over the years, and ang- the last Angry Brian probably happened in 2016. <laughs> so somebody's like, I haven't heard Angry well, Brian I see, ever.
2: I see Brett's energy coming out of, like, uh, Brett, you were never, like, really a big Bernie believer, and that was like, you know, you've yeah. been coming out hard against that now, and you're kind of, like, seasoned this, this new moment. And, uh, you know, Brian, I was, I was with you on the Bernie stuff. You know, I guess I'm kind of, like, in between... And between on the two of you, um, and I don't know, we need, we need both, and uh, you know, I appreciate the hell out of both of you, love the both of you, um, thank you for doing what you're doing. Thank thank you. I like um, being the so, mom to
0: tell you, this. I like being the mom. I, I think moms are better than dads. No, <laughs> I, I do we too. We need we need some man moms. It's good, and, <laughs> and you know, Brett, you do the mom routine a lot
2: too on like health stuff. So I'm a total I'm mom. Just,
0: you know, I'm just, I'm also total yeah. mom, but yeah, it's and, all good. And all dads do go to hell. That is true. Like, patriarchy sent you <laughs> straight to hell.
2: <laughs> so, so um, in case I get cut off, I just want to say that we did have um, someone drive, try to drive through the line of protesters here oh, no. um, yesterday. It was a DSA comrade. He rode this fucking car on the hood for the length of a three-mile bridge. What? Um, until police, yeah. Because uh, there is my city, and then there's a bridge that uh, highway patrol controls. And then there's another city on the other side, and the highway patrol could not like get anybody in. So the other police just waited three fucking miles. Um, how fast? I catch this dude who was driving.
0: How fast was Do he? I, how fast was he going?
2: Uh, about fifty miles, about fifty miles per hour. And what um, ha- I can send the video in if y'all want. Yeah, I got to see this.
0: Three miles. Yeah, on a it, car. it was wacky.
2: Um, but I picked him up from the ER yesterday. Really funny. A lot of people are saying he's like a paid, a paid out of town protester. Even the police, when they like stopped him, like wanted to see his ID, and he's like, "No, nah. I'm like, I'm from here. I'm from here." They think he's. Know? They thought he was a Jason um, Bourne no.
0: type. They thought he was some sort of activated well, super antifa his super, super soldier. His,
2: his name is Jason. Um, as a matter of fact. Um, but I'll send that in. So, I got a, wait, I got a almost, whole saga here to tell about, um... Wait, so what happened? Some, like, uh, kind of ass...
0: It was going 50 okay. miles an hour, and then it stopped at some point. Did he go flying off the fucking hood?
2: Uh, from I I don't have video of that. I do not know. The guy doesn't even know. Like, he's okay. Like, he's kind of, like, you know, got some soft tissue damage, no fractures, but... I asked him when I picked him up from the ER. I'm like, um, like you know, how did the injuries happen? He's like, I do not fucking know. I have no idea. All right. Um, okay. Wow. Well. Yeah, we call it, We're calling him the ride or die. Um, yeah, what we're calling him.
0: That's that's incredible. Um, we'll give them a pat on the back. I'll send them so, a shirt if they want it. <laughs> if they listen to yeah, Street Fight at all.
2: <laughs> um. So yeah, I got a little saga to tell about down here. Um, So basically shit started maybe like 10 days ago Um, when the first protest happened. um, There was like kind of a thing happening um, that a bunch of us like radicals were going to go check out. And it turned out to be like super lib. And, um, you know, one of my friends was asked to leave because they had a a sign that said um, like jail all killer cops. Yep. And, um, we were, we were told there was another rally going on at this place called Graffiti Bridge, which is like this train trestle that, um, basically people can like, uh, graffiti on legally. And it's kind of, um, it's kind of like a site for public discourse a lot of the time. I know like Brian, you talk about a lot you want those like debate commons where people are just like, you know, getting up on a mic and just, like saying shit and hashing shit out. It's, it's kind of like that. Um, and so, a bunch of people decided to like organically rally there around a mural of George Floyd, um, which we did. Um, and the mural was like soon to face with like paint to look like, uh, like pretty much like feces basically. Ew. What? And so the guy, yeah. So the guy came back, the murals came back and repainted the entire thing, um, from scratch. And then it was established that there would be like a night watch. Um, you know, to watch out for the mural. And it was really funny because the first night I went to go check on the night watch, and I I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know who was going to be there, and I just like uh, roll up like at like two a.m. or something because I couldn't sleep. And there's just a pickup truck like pulled up to the mural with the brights on, and it's just like blaring like fucking metalcore, you know? Okay. And I, mm-hmm. I was expecting like some black people, but it was just like basically like all the white punks just like hanging out, drinking beer. Um, at like 2 a.m. Good time. Um, white belts. And so the, that has turned into like the, the organic rallying point here. Um, but the thing is, um, there's been this guy who's taken over the whole thing, whose name is, is Kyle, um, who basically is like a holy boys like mega church preacher like he he kind of started taking over the mic on this thing he oh, he was no. bringing out the p a and he after about three days into it, we got word that he had quit his job and set up a goFundMe to do this work full time allegedly um And we saw things go from, like, radical, you know, where there was, like, anti-police chants to, like, getting slowly, slowly, more and more lib. Yeah. um, To the point where, like, they wouldn't even... He wouldn't... On the mic, he wouldn't even chant, you know, no justice, no peace, no racist police. He wouldn't even say racist police anymore. He would just say, no justice, no peace. And uh, they started bringing out bigger and bigger PA systems, playing, like, Miley Cyrus and, like, Michael Jackson. And, like, you know, basically just turned into, like, a Kanye West, um, like, you know, Sunday service. Yeah. And I'm, I'm involved with, like, a lot of, like, black organizers who have been doing this, like, work for, like, years, ever since our own, like, Black Lives Matter incident with, um, a man named Ty Crawford down here, and we just decided to kind of, like, let them do their thing, safely watch from, like, a distance. We were doing, like, safety and security. We had a few, like, neo-Nazis spotted and stuff, and we were just doing all this in the background, and, um... You know, occasionally we would get on the mic and, like, make our demands and stuff. Um. But basically this guy, like, sold out to our mayor. He got the cops involved. Like, to the point where the cops, like, shut down a street for us so that we could, like, march peacefully. And it's just basically been, like, a circle jerk about, like, how peaceful we are and the mayor, like, praising us. And, um... So this past Saturday, we decided to, some of the radicals decided that we were going to do, like, a, a Food Not Bombs breakfast, and, like, a pretty much just, like, a radical Saturday where we try to, like, take back that energy and get people involved in local organizations. And um, I was basically, like, a power broker on, for Food Not Bombs on the phone for, like, fucking three days straight getting breakfast together for, like, a thousand people, you know? Um, and then after we announced that, the mayor decided, without consulting us that he was going to throw us an appreciation barbecue for how peaceful we had been
3: (laughs) Um, basically like
2: a like a pizza party you know yes exactly
0: Um, you like yes that's exactly what it is we made a we've made a lot of money, and we want to give you a candy bar to say thanks here's a Hershey kiss you know whatever it is that's amazing
2: yeah and it was it was sponsored by like Kia Autosport and like <laughs> oh no, all no. these
0: corporations
2: no, but they were also asking for donations from individuals despite like having like ten corporate sponsors, yeah, and it was affiliated with like what's that fancy grill like the green egg or whatever it was like part of like their barbecue fest of like this bullshit gentrified grill fest yeah um yeah the corpse so corpse are ready we got to make that money canceled. yeah so we got that canceled and you know um decided instead to like demand the mayor like come down for like A. Q&A.
0: you got that canceled um
2: yeah we got the barbecue canceled yep how uh giving them shit
0: <laughs> like what just banging your skateboard on the ground at them
6: you know me too well um no some uh some uh, just like basically blowing shit up
2: on facebook and i guess like there were a few local businesses involved who were supplying the barbecue meat okay who like genuinely like didn't realize they were doing like a bad thing Uh and pulled out um and you know how the fuck are you gonna have the mayor's barbecue without the meat? you know
0: yes so it's like an online shame campaign which i mean those have been effective i mean Right now, I'm still trying to put that together, that FOP list, that friend of the protesters, so that we can like lift up these businesses yeah, yeah, that yeah. stepped up and did the right thing. And the rest of them can die on the vine. Like they can go talk to their creditors about making rent due, cause I'm not gonna, they're not gonna get another taco dollar from me if it's condado. So yeah.
2: I, no, it's good. We got like a, we got like a punk rock, uh, like massage therapist down here offering like three massages for like protesters. Um, really fucking cool. Um, so basically the barbecue got canceled and, um, you know, Saturday was going to be a big radical day. We staged, we, and this was all grand. This was yesterday. So the tropical storm was already coming in. It was like ominous as shit, just like pouring rain. We had like canopies and stuff for all our food, of course. Um, but we got a lot of donations and our condition from all businesses, um, that I was like orchestrating was that we didn't want any branding. This was not like a promotion opportunity to feed people. Like if you want to give food, fucking great, but this is not about you and um everybody agreed to that, everybody, uh-huh, except for this Kyle dude who's on the fucking mic all the time, who like basically took credit for all the food not bombs work, and he calls his his project, he calls this entire protest, he doesn't even call it a protest, he calls it the Kyle project after his own name, yeah and he wears a shirt that says Kyle and he's made yeah. an acronym out of it that stands for um keeping young leaders engaged.
0: Ah um, no, this is not real. this is a hilarious skit sketch on Saturday Night Live. A very good version of Saturday Night Live. Is is I, Saturday Night Live. Kyle is like I wish I could make this shit up. I mean I consider that kind of like a, a like a slur, a little like a like an epithet. I don't know how to say Call that word. Somebody a Kyle? Yeah. Oh like, uh, Yeah. I mean I know. That's like know. wall punchers, right? That's like those angry monster energy I dudes. You call him
2: Kyle as Kyle. I call him Kyle as Kyle.
0: Yeah, he seems Kyleish.
2: So, hey. um, you know, he he is he is a black organizer, and so that's been like a big you know a big struggle is like you know, um, basically talking to people about the difference between like this very unradical guy as a white person. Like, who is, like, promoting, like, Jesus all the time on the mic and is, like, making friends with the police. Yeah. And, like, basically just, like, a grifter. He's such a grifter. Um, so on Saturday, like, our, um you know, our, our organized black radicals were just, like, fed up with it. The mayor came down and did his Q&A. Didn't give a shit. And so... Um, there's this great video where you can just see, like, our main black organizer just, like, going from, like, absolute tears, like, kneeling in the street, just, like, she was so fucked up about what was going on, and then just going into, like, full blood mode, just, like, stands up, fucking starts marching down this, like, three-mile bridge where the car incident happened, and, uh, some people held a line on the bridge. We had hundreds of people mar- marching behind us, mm-hmm. um, but Kyle comes around with his microphone while we're marching, and fucking starts pulling people back, telling us that we're being violent just by being in the street, Uh, you know, and telling people, no, 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 this is not the way, this is not the way. Um, and he basically took our ranks down from like 400 to 40. Like it was, it was a pathetic line holding that bridge. Um, and he pulled so many people away. Like I had, I had like white people yelling in my face down where we were like holding a line, telling me that like I was disobeying black organizers And like you know doing a bad thing um but by doing that we got the mayor to come down and and make a concession on our demands um Mm -hmm. which we accomplished in 20 minutes which like 10 days of like just like bullshit kumbaya protest did not even accomplish whatsoever um so we're catching a lot of flack for that right now um and, uh, I don't know. It, it was really weird. It was, it was really strange. It's been um,
0: lifetimes have happened in days over the last two weeks. It feels like.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's really my saga. I don't know if I have more to say about it, but I, I will send that video in.
0: Um, yeah. Well, I know. I appreciate I it. I vent about, to vent to it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I it's, need to it's, vent it's... to somebody because
2: it's been. Go ahead. Okay yeah it's it's been really complicated because like the the radical black organizers haven't been sure how to like handle this like you know super grifty guy who's like co-opting everything and um one of my friends like deep dived his facebook and he's like a homophobe as of like you know six months ago no history of posting about black lives matter right um you know so it's I just needed to vent to somebody on the outside because we're really not clear what to do on the inside. <laughs> I don't. Yeah.
0: I don't know yeah, how to yeah. handle these guys either. You're I, not in charge. Just uh, yeah, yeah, defer just sit back and <laughs> make sure the right people are are uh, on that problem. I guess is the best you can do. Because that is, yeah, that is a lot yeah. of bullshit, you know. But that's going to be the same. I mean, I, I saw some of the L.A. folks posting about how all of a sudden Democrats started showing up and going, "Oh, hey there, I've got a, I've got a, I'd like to lend you an ear and hear what you got to say," you know. People start showing up doing that hokey bullshit and saying, like, "No, no, no, we have to get, we have to get more peaceful than peaceful," you know. And it just becomes... Yeah, it's like they don't even understand,
2: like, what MLK did. Like, I had, like, this, like, you know, white, like, liberal, like, literally yelling at me, like, on the line to come back, and it's like, I, she added me on Facebook, and I accepted because she's, like, really cute, whatever, I'll take it, <laughs> and um, I it's like, I, I, I apologized. I was, like, I'm sorry I yelled at you because they complained that I was raising my voice, but it was, like, I was up against the police, and then also, like, you at the same time like i don't know what the hell else like i i don't know how i could expect you to be calm when i'm in that situation
0: yeah which side are you on pick it doesn't matter any you don't have you you never question the way anybody else is protesting next to you they're you back them 100 that's how it is like unless if 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 people don't want you to attack the police if the crowd is trying to do a demonstration they don't want you attack the police you respect what the crowd says But yeah, there's no, like, if it's, if someone's battling the police, they all, they don't need to have you backseat driving on what they should be doing. Stupid.
2: Yeah, it's been, it's been a wild adrenaline rush. Like, I was trying to go to bed last night and like, we were, we, I was soaked to the bone yesterday because it was raining all day. And as I was like almost asleep, I kept like, just like flashing back to how soaked my feet and socks were. And I would just wake up a little bit and be like, no, your feet aren't wet. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Um, well, thanks for the yeah, call. We that, appreciate it. Yeah, you did you looking. did great. Yeah, I'll send you that video. Um where do you want me to send that to? What's best? Uh
0: I mean, whatever you follow whatever you follow us on, yeah. any of the platforms, you can just DM okay. or Patreon or email gmail.com Cool. All right, appreciate the hell out of y'all. Have a good night. night. night Be safe. Thank, Thank you. you. so much. Peace out, Slinky. Yeah, I think that shit's going to happen a lot. I mean, we're going to have leaders. We It happens every time. There's a lot. Like, Rachel went to her first protest. She thought that we were actually going out there to all get together to do what was right. She didn't realize everybody was half-stepping. Like, she didn't realize that everybody wanted to find a way that they could still have their Gap credit card and also get rid of the police. You know, they wanted to bridge a gap where we can uh, make sure... That That we still keep our polite society that everybody likes so much, yeah. you know, yeah, so and, and so, yeah, the first you go to your first protest and then you get co-opted the first protest you go to gets co-opted, by with bullshit, but um you know, there's a lot of energy, real energy, and and I saw the change out there, uh, and I saw who was ready, so it's just going to keep happening. It's just it can't be stopped at this point, yeah, but it, you know, there's going to be ups and downs, it's a fucking marathon, you know. Yeah, it's gonna be a while, but you know things are happening. Uh, you know, and look, and like, a, like this is what I said before. It's like church. <clears throat> like you don't have to to live seven days a week. Radical. I'm fucking out there in the streets, ready to die. You could do two hours a week. You could show up to an organizing group two hours a week and assist them in whatever they need to keep their thing going. You don't have to be the owner of everything. You don't have to solve everybody's fucking problems. You have to treat this shit like church because those fucking right-wing fascist assholes are gonna thump us on the head with their fucking Bibles and they get together every single week on Sunday and they hate each other, but they are unified in their hatred of us and we need to unify with everybody with our hatred of them and we need to start fucking hitting back and we need to push them off the fucking map yeah dinosaur shit man all right uh thanks for calling street fight who we talking to tonight
5: oh this is ian in london ontario hey Ian, what's up how's it going pretty good um i was at the protest here
2: yesterday and it was pretty amazing i've never seen like i've seen lots of protests here for different things and there would be maybe two or three hundred people this year i saw probably close to three thousand wow they had organized a route for the parade and they had to basically just kind of turned into chaos and took over the entire of downtown because the they just couldn't fit everybody
0: on the route for the parade yeah it so went on for about four or five hours it was pretty incredible to see it happen that's amazing it, that that's awesome that's how i feel the same like we've been uh i was down there at occupy when there was a hundred people down there and now it's a thousand people you know so it is uh it's growing yeah. it, And the kids know what's up, and uh, people have been beaten up by uh, our government enough that, you know, they're tired of this shit. I think everybody's tired of this Everybody's tired of, like, the way things are, you know? No matter where you're at, everyone's tired of the way things are.
2: Yeah, it's good to see, we're in Canada, and it was good to see that it wasn't just kind of a solidarity protest, there was recognition from the crowd that This happens here, too. Yeah. Uh, There was definitely a lot of... The crowd was, I would say, it seemed almost half black, which for a town that... I don't know what our black population is, but it's pretty small overall. But they, it seems like almost every black person in our town is out there. And then tons of white people as well, of course, and everyone else.
0: All right. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. That's fucking good to hear. I mean, there's a lot of... uh, There's a, I mean, there's a lot of places that showed up. Fol- One of those, I think someone posted, like, the most hateful town in America had a protest. <laughs> someone wrote an article <laughs> about the most hateful town in America, and they had a Black Lives Matter protest. Uh, I think
7: I might have seen that on Twitter.
0: Sometimes. Yeah, sorry.
7: <laughs> so, yeah, uh, we had in Montreal, there's been huge uh, protests there, too, for the last
2: uh, I think three or four days, at least, probably before that, starting out. And today, they had tear gas and rubber bullets and everything that they turned on them out of nowhere so really it's yeah it's pretty crazy Montreal tends to get pretty wild in general when it comes to protesting but I was uh surprised to see the uh the cops taking that turn as quickly and because like in Toronto they don't seem to be taking that approach at all so it's,
0: it's a little weird yeah, yeah absolutely yeah I mean they i i I mean like a lot of the places are like a lot of the cops in a lot of the places are like well we didn't even do anything and it's like no you, you motherfuckers you're do guilty stuff you're yeah guilty. you're guilty you're, you're still guilty your top yeah you committed crimes yeah. against the people you're guilty hang in your badge and gun it's over everybody and the problem is is that we all voted we all went there we all went out this week and told everybody we don't want this anymore and we don't actually get they they're not going to be they aren't going to use that effectively to 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 make any change because it all has to be done on their stupid Thomas Jefferson paperwork way you know yeah it's yeah. it's it's frustrating yeah absolutely well uh thanks for calling in yeah. it's good to see canada out there doing it too you know the whole world is with yeah. us absolutely absolutely yeah. the whole world's. the whole world it's weird. It's like, uh, uh, the times we marched against the Iraq war or that people marched against the Iraq war oh, yeah. all over the world, that but now awesome. they're all over the world. They're marching for our terrible country. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's incredible. Vidor, Texas is the name of that awful, uh, that awful city. But you're right. It is, uh, I you mean, the, I remember the Iraq war protesting, um, I was not out there because I would think I was a teenager. No, wait. Was I out? No, I wasn't out there. I was fucking trying to make money. Uh, I was not radicalized. I was a dumb shit 20 year old. Uh, but I remember the footage on TV of people in, you know, London, all over the fucking world. Did you see that statue that they tore down in London and threw in? Yeah, the river? now they're tearing them all over the place. They also decapitated a Margaret Thatcher one. <laughs> and I just saw a picture <laughs> of people in Berlin that, uh, were doing it. We're tearing down some other statue too. It's funny. They overseas, they're just like, let's They're tear- tired of this shit too. Like we're yeah. tired of all of this. We're tired of capitalism globally. This is a, you, this is obvious. This is. Everybody in the world saying, we're tired of this. We're tired of being monetized. We're tired of, like, all of everything being transactional, you know, while some people live lavishly. There's no reason to have any of the problems that we have in the world. It's just that people ignore it. The yeah. people in charge ignore it or make money off of, you know, the disparity of the world. It, I think that everybody's tired of this shit. I mean, it really is time for, you know, to, to have a, a completely flat earth revolution. Yeah. yeah yeah watching that the best part of i just want to say they threw that it was edward colston they threw that that um big ass statue in the water and the best part is like when a huge item goes in the water it creates a gigantic fucking disruption like you've never seen like before and then it just all these bubbles 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 it looks insane and then it just goes out and then you're like that thing is gone that yeah. thing just got erased from history the statue's gone it's, yeah you're never gonna, gonna see don't it don't have to deal with this shit anymore yeah it's fucking great all right thanks for calling street fight who are we talking to tonight and you can still read about his old dusty ass in any book. Hello. Thanks for calling. Oh, me. hey, What's up?
2: Hey, it's Andy from Denver.
0: What's up, Andy. How's it going?
2: Hey, uh, well, I wanted to call about, uh, specifically Denver's protests being co-opted pretty, uh, viciously and pretty, uh, interestingly.
0: Yeah. Okay.
7: Yeah. Uh, uh who, who got yeah. you?
2: So, uh, we're basically uh, working against a group called We Are Love Denver, and uh, they are a mayor psyop. We have definitely confirmed that uh, on multiple levels, and um, we just had your typical shift in how the tone of the whole thing you know, changes, but ours happened in maybe 12 hours. We didn't have uh, a couple people show up and just kind of take over. We had a army of very coordinated individuals just kind of show up and just all of a sudden completely take the tone from radical and angry to uh, you know killer cop photo op
0: yeah yeah I mean that that was something that i saw happening through the week too was like the language of love and peace and we're all one family and inclusion and stuff like that and it was like no no no, no. this is not about we're kicking them out we're kicking cops out of the family they're not in the family anymore there's no more peace to be made with them yeah yeah exactly. only hell awaits yeah. for them
2: Well, and the interesting thing about this is I know a lot of the times when you're up against the DPD and the mayor, uh, and you're just a random guy, you can't do shit about it to be quite blunt. Um, you know, there's, there's, you have limitations as an individual and, you know, how many powerful entities you can seem to take on, but, uh, things seem to be going differently here. Um, we've come together, uh, a whole bunch of people who have never organized before in our lives, completely unaffiliated with DSL or anybody else, and, Uh, we've basically discredited them to the point of where they've fallen apart on Twitter and they're, and they're breaking apart to some degree. Yeah. Um, and I just kind of wanted to talk about, you know, like just generally, I hear a lot on here about, you know, people taking action and stuff, but it tends to be, you know, people who are already loosely organized. And this is really interesting because a lot of us have never talked to each other. We've never seen each other and we don't have like a rallying cry like DSA to, you know, kind of get around. In fact, I actually reached out to Dendro DSA and they appear to have done nothing coordinated. Huh. So we just kind of took it on our own hands and, uh, we just started investigating each one of these people one by one and we started to figure out who they were and we started to basically boost on social media. And as of today, they've deleted pretty much, uh, their second alt account. Uh, they've been forced to defend themselves on the local news. And uh, we've actually coordinated with, and we're not affiliated with, just to let you know, but we've coordinated with uh, PSL to basically take back radical protesting. Wow. And we had about 600 people to, I don't know, maybe a, even at one point more than that last night, uh, walking around, going to places of power and challenging them. Uh, we hit the jail, we hit the uh, mayor's mansion, and then we hit the precinct. And, uh, we, we took back the protest for one night and it seems like we did it again tonight. So, uh, you know, I just want to say it's possible to fight back against this stuff if it starts happening, but you need to do it quickly.
0: That's amazing. Thank yeah, you for yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thank that's, you for that's a positive the wind thing. in the sails. Yeah. 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 The, I, I mean, there's yeah. also, there is a lot of, um, there's a lot of connections being made, uh, in the in each city, um, that. You know, they we do have to figure out what it's going to be. I, I, I love taking back the protests, but even if even if they do start to die out, I mean, we have to maintain uh, some sort of a connection with each other to keep moving this thing forward because uh, the next time we have the window of opportunity to, to make a big impact, you know, we'll be that much more ready.
2: Yeah, and we're already talking about that, um, you know, just keeping in touch and continuing to organize. But uh, just, you know, one more quick thing just to say, uh, I probably saw one of the most, you know, revolutionary turning points in my personal life. Uh, just, you know, like there there was the all week, all the way since Sunday, uh, since they showed up, you know, Saturday was, you know, the photo op with uh, the, deep, the chief. And then all of a sudden the mayor was there and the whole tone shifted and people were booing you for cops. They told people to pull their pants up. They call black people out for accountability uh, oh with police specifically on an individual basis. Uh, they thank the white man for cleaning graffiti up. Uh, they lied about defending a white child from uh, being bombarded by rocks at a protest. Uh, actually, the protest where the cops brutally assaulted us. Um, and the tone got insane. Uh, they stayed afterwards with a megaphone to basically coordinate against people staying out past curfew. Um, and they've done all sorts of just ridiculous stuff uh today um they claimed on friday evening we rallied with the kkk so uh that's the level of what they're going to to try to discredit us and on friday in fact what happened is psl showed up and peeled off about half their protest let it in front of the uh precinct let actual black voices spoke amplified them um, and we stopped the sympathetic pandering to the existing white power structures and we stopped pandering to suburban sensibilities. Yeah. And, uh, by the end of it, the organizer of we are Love Denver showed up and he cried. He asked all the black children to please become the good cops, got booed. Uh, he tried to throw a water bottle at the cops and start a fight and then we kicked them out. And then we had some straight revolutionary on the soapbox community hash it out. How are we going to handle this going forward? Whoa. Um, so you know, uh, there's some real shit going down on the ground out here. And uh, I want you guys to know that if you're feeling like you're on an island, or if you're feeling like you don't know what to do, get out there and do it. And find some people to do it with. Because once you do it, you don't stop. Yeah. And you just you keep going until you win. And the, the whole reason that I thought about calling in is I heard you talking last week, Brett, and you... You, uh, you crushed it with your whole, like, optimism, but I was feeling the opposite of you because we were getting co opted. And I wanted to almost kind of yell at you through, through the TV, through the screen and be like, what is happening? No way. But you know what? There's a way out of it. So, hey, just keep fighting. You know what? We, we can crush this liberal bullshit and this nonsense and get some radical voices elevated, especially black radical voices, because that's the point right now.
0: I absolutely agree. Thank you. Thank you so much because you're doing the heavy lifting for me. Uh you haven't I don't know if you heard all the calls before, but you know, there's a lot of talk of this happening. So I, I love to hear that um, you know, it only stops working when we stop trying, you know. If if, if we if yeah, we if if we're gonna, we're gonna let all those
7: people
0: Yeah, if we're gonna let a bunch of people with a bunch of hearts and rainbows on come in and start pushing us out of the way so that they can go talk about good cops, we need to push them out of the way too. <laughs> Yeah, 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 I just, oh, yeah, it, you know, I, I like, I don't want to take up, I don't want to take up space at these, like, I don't want to push anybody out of the way, I'm a white 41 year old man, and these marches aren't about me, Sure, and like, if, you know, if I see black radicals saying, hey, cut the shit with the police that i'll stand right behind that person and be like yeah fucking get them you know what i mean but like i also don't want to be a person that i'm not like uh uh i i don't want to like take up air at the thing you know what i mean well, i want to like, tell people all. that are trying to cope to po- protest fuck you whoever they are true, i don't give a true. shit fuck them all and we should figure out things to get back at them. Well, the people that are co-opting the, the, the protests are, are like the, like the last caller said, people who like, I'm putting up a GoFundMe so I can stop and protest for a living. It's people that want to make a living doing this. Now they see an opportunity. It Mm -hmm. happened after occupy. It happens after each one of these things. And it's people that want to make a living sort of protesting you got to have access to make a living protesting so you have to play nice so that you can get access with people like the mayor and the chief of police and people like that so then it can then look like you're making things happen and getting things done and then people will pay you money it's it's like a it's a vicious cycle of like opportunism that it's like uh if if we have to have leaders we want leaders that don't have anything to gain from leading yeah you know what i mean like like that that's what i think about yeah well let, let me just say these two things real quick and i'll get out of here and let you get some more calls then um
2: one uh primarily if if you are worried about taking up space in these in these places because you're a white guy there are radical black voices that are afraid to say anything in the, in the audience. Go so talk to people, find them and amplify them. Yeah. That's what you have to do. Yeah. You have to let them lead the charge because there are people out there who want to lead it, but they don't have people to follow them. And that's quite frankly what we did. Yeah. And we, we got out there and we found some people who had something to say and we rallied behind them to give them more bodies, not voices, more bodies. Yeah. We echo their rally. And, and the only other thing I want to say is we all love Denver uh, they put up a GoFundMe today. They're talking about going to every city in America for three days to spread their message and bring this to Washington, D.C. The chief leader of this is some... He, he's a guy who took too many hits of acid and thinks the deep state's after him and thinks Anonymous is an activist group. Hey, don't blame yeah, he's not to be trusted. He's a grifter. And to be honest with you, uh, they're going to try to spread this to every city. and And... That's right there in their mission statement. So if you start seeing we are love type stuff popping up, don't trust it, trust your gut and trust your community. And that's all I got to say. So thanks for
6: your time, everyone.
0: Hey, have a good night. Thank you. Loved it. Really invigorated it. Yeah, that felt good. man. Yeah. That's what we're at too. Like, I mean, that is like, uh, like I said, I, I I have a bigger network than I did before. And I think, you know, that's, that's going to be what it's, what it's going to be from here on out is figuring out, uh, the radical, Voices out there that we can help in any way we can, just make ourselves available, you know. Uh, you ready to get? We want to do one more? Yeah, Back one more, and we'll hit a break. How many we got? Uh, you, show me the fingers, uh, don't the say fingers. it out loud. Fuck, okay, yeah, okay. one more, and we'll take a break. No, this one more, and we'll take a break. Okay, one more, and take a break. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Hey, this is Mr. Maxwell from Tallahassee. Hey, Mr. Maxwell, how's how's Tallahassee going? Oh, boy. Buckle up,
7: guys. <laughs> so, our... Pro- yeah, we've had um three to four protests every single day since this all kicked off. Uh, none of them are coordinated. They're all kind of moving independently, which has kind of worked to our advantage because we've been able to spread the police pretty thin. But... We haven't been able to have any really super large crowds. The largest we had so far is about a thousand, which, in a metropolitan area of two hundred thousand people, is eh, could be better. Uh, last Saturday, we had a guy with a truck drive through a protest. Oh no! That was fun. What yeah, happened? nobody was too severely.
0: Hurt. Oh, good.
7: Uh, no one was too severely hurt. Basically, uh, some guy. The cops didn't stop him. He drove in toward the protest, drove through it, had somebody riding on his hood for about half a block or so. This is Then the cops rushed in and got him, but he hasn't appeared on a booking report.
0: Okay. So they probably just let him go.
7: That's what it's looking like, yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, it- yeah. That's fucked up. It feels like they're letting a lot of these guys off yeah. very easily. A lot of they're these like, we, assaults we and get stuff it. like that. Fred, you got mad as hell. We get it. You were at the grill, and you just wanted to shoot a bow and arrow at him because you were hopping mad. <laughs> Thank goodness you didn't hurt nobody. Yeah, yeah, the bow and arrow guy, I, you know they didn't. They, no. I mean, they tried him for assault, right? They and it'll get, get dropped. Like it it they had to because people are gonna search bow and arrow guy yeah. for a couple of weeks. Did you see what happened to his car? Oh yeah. They flipped it and burned it, right? Oh yeah, it was great.
5: Yeah. I love that video.
0: Yeah. But, um, it does yeah, it so- does rock because like, you know, these guys have that guy was probably sitting at his house like fuming watching the TV and he was like, That's it. I've had a goddamn enough of it. You know? The, I'm one of the 3% that'll do something. He got in his car and he drove there with his stupid hunting bow and got his ass kicked and his car flipped.
7: <laughs>
0: then arrested... Oh, you know the guy was sitting
7: there watching... Then he, got, he was like sitting there watching the TV holding the bow and arrow. Then he,
0: <laughs> he got arrested by the police. He came to like show appreciation to... Yeah, he was fighting with them. I love it. I love it. Uh... Yeah,
7: but... Uh, but, yeah, but... But, yeah, so the guy's not on the booking report, which is a bit messed up, but the reason I was calling was um, basically to let everybody know what's kind of going on in Tallahassee and something interesting that we've seen with our police. They are on their absolute best behavior, which is a problem because they've killed three black men since March. Wow. So we, we know that this is intentional. We know that there's a culture of violence. It's all, over, it's all over the country. We all see it. There's a culture of violence for these police. But the police here are playing nice. I'm not sure if you guys are for- familiar with um, psychology the psychology of abuse and whatnot. A lot of times abusers will uh, do something horrific and then play nice with their victim to kind of gaslight them a bit. Yeah, That's kind of what we suspect is happening here. So, so what a lot of us have been trying to do is... Show people that police are bad, not just through the violence, but other things. For instance, uh, this is for everybody who can't go out to a protest. Hop online, and what I want you to do is I want you to check out to see what your police department has been getting from the Department of Defense. There's a program called the 1033 uh, equipment, exchange, uh, equipment Transfer Program from the Department of Defense. For instance, the Tallahassee Police Department has a $17 million plane. <laughs> we don't know what that is. We don't know what that's for. We know that they have two Stingrays. Now, for those of you who aren't familiar with that, a Stingray is a device that can remotely unlock and access your cell phone as, long, as well as capture SMS uh, text messages from a huge area.
0: Oh, and you we know what? Think
7: I, they I may be using the plane to do
5: that.
0: <laughs> oh, I use I just put Goatsy on my computer all the time so that when the cops hack into it, that's what they see. That's, that's uh, just a big prank I play oh, really? on them. Oh, there you go. No, nah, I don't. I mean But uh No, you just you take disgusting pictures and see, save them just for the people snooping in your phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just yeah, the, <laughs> I do have pictures of my of my Butthole. parts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, opened up it's not really my butthole. It's the taint area. Like I don't like to put any private parts. I make on a- the in my. I don't like to put any private parts out there. So I just get the area between, which is like not technically a private part. There's sure. no pieces there. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Those creases. That they're <laughs> those belong- creases are fine though. That there's creases. Like on the your creases hands are and next stuff to too. pieces, Yeah, yeah. Well, well yeah. Of <laughs> course. You know, there's gonna be creases next to your pieces. But as long as there are no pieces in the picture, uh huh. Not dirty picture. Okay. Actually, I like to take a boomerang of just like me pushing my butthole in and out. That's <laughs> just gross. So that's if anybody that's that hacks <laughs> into my phone, that's what they're gonna see. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Sorry, that got gross. We apologize. Yeah, I'm gonna take I'm it over serious. now. I'm gonna go no, king, no. king grossest if we go yeah. there again. Yeah. Yeah, just a picture of the uh, top of but, my but, crack. <laughs> sure, like the just the very top that you can actually see anyway when my pants are falling down. But uh, so they bought a seventeen million dollar airplane, or or, or uh, sorry, we're giving it
7: basically. That That's the way great. the ten thirty three works. They basically get this stuff at like a steep discount from the military. Do they and have a the local sheriff's department has a has a bear cat.
0: We had drones. We had a drone flying around here, like a uh, predator drone flying around uh, Columbus this week. I like I know for sure it was a drone because it had lights on it and it wasn't a helicopter, and it was doing circles around the city. And I don't think you would do that with just a regular airplane. So, uh, and it was very quiet. It was a quiet like thing, Mm -hmm. and I was like, ooh. Oh, well, that's something. I yeah. guess we we were on the military watch. You list guys might there. have one too. Well, we were on the military you, you watch. You guys list. might have one too. I mean, I, to tell you the truth, oh. the, the Ohio State University has a tank. Yeah. So, like, I'm sure what I'm sure the CPD has stuff that I'm very terrified about. <laughs> uh, but yeah, what,
7: what I was saying was, um, basically, if you can find out what your city has, bring that up to your friends that aren't quite. Motivated by the fact cops are killing and beating black people. Yeah. Because unfortunately, Tallahassee is really centrist. And there's a lot of folks who are like, oh, yeah, it's awful. You know, the police are right bad, but, you know, they're here to protect us. And they just kind of leave it there and that, and they want to move about their lives. But if you can show them that, no, no, police are overstepping, police are actually, you know, they got a $17 million plane over here. What are they doing with that? How is our money being spent? Yeah. As well as you could point out the whole like, Cops are domestic abusers, you know, four times worse than any other pr- profession. Yeah. You can point out that 40% of law enforcement families report being abused by the cop. The other cops protect them. You can get more people to kind of, who, again, they weren't moved by the racialized violence, but if you point that out to them, it's something that they feel like they're more connected to, as gross as it sounds. Yeah. I've gotten at least seven or eight people over to let's abolish the cops. Dude, I. Who otherwise, I- probably wouldn't have.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Um, I mean, I wasn't the one that did this. Uh, I did go verify the information and, and go on the site. Um, But shout out to Love No Limits uh, on Twitter. They went into the Columbus budget and, and got the graph like this is literally just a PDF that showed like $350 million being spent on the police and $7 million being spent on education. Ah. And like I, I shared the I shared the graph, and so many people were like gasping. People were just like, "Really? Is this serious? Is that real?" Like, yeah, that's a real graph. It's on the city's fucking website. You go to Columbus.gov, and they'll tell you that they're spending ten times the amount of money on the fucking police than they are education. It's fucking yeah, nuts. And
7: that may be the angle we have to take with a lot of people who just aren't moved by the violence. True. But anyway, that's uh, that was my main reason for calling, just to let people know who can't protest. You can still research. You can still find stuff. You can still be in this fight. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: you know. Yeah. But just, there you go. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for calling in. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. No worries. You, you guys have a good night. You Thanks. Too. You know, I just got to say this right here. Joey Baloney. You know, Joey ba What about him? baloney strong say his name baloney strong Strong. baloney strong Strong. (laughs) baloney strong this is where i wish i was a right wing guy yeah because i would really get behind i'd get a joey baloney shirt Joey Bologna, for those of you that don't know, is the Philadelphia police officer that got in trouble uh for assaulting a protester and the cops stood behind him, right? Yeah, I saw uh this yeah, is their yeah, campaign yeah. to support Did you, Joey I bologna. just and and you people know, are I, taking baloney slices and putting it all over their car's uh paint to in honor of him, making their shit polka dot. <laughs> I can't uh verify this because we're doing a show right now. But apparently, uh the chief or or no. What did they call the top guy in uh uh the commissioner of the police in New York? Okay. Don. The Commission. Quit. Okay. The Commission. Yes. Uh Michael Chickless. <laughs> yes. Previously blackballed because he played John Belushi or Jim Belushi, whichever the Belushi that's dead is. He what? And you didn't know that? No. So there is a movie. So there's a book called Wired, and it is about the Belushi that's dead. I believe that's Jim. John. 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 Yes. According to Jim, that's how you that's, remember it. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So John that's Belushi, you- there's this book about John Belushi. It's very sensationalized, probably mostly true story about, you know, John Belushi, yeah. right? So they made a movie about it and Michael Chickless played him in the movie and got blackballed for a very long time. By who? Hollywood. Nobody like, would Warren hire Michaels? his ass. Nobody, no, nobody would hire him. And then he got the part in the commish and it all fucking brought him back, baby. Wow. (laughs) Michael Chiklis, he's back. Then he played the thing. mm -hmm. He told me how dirty cops could be in The Shield. (laughs) He played The Shield. He was in the Fantastic Four. Now Michael Chiklis is just fucking out there doing his thing, you know. Sometimes you got to work through the... Sometimes you gotta work really hard. through this is another inspiring step in story. You step in it. Yeah, this is just another inspiring story that that could really you could use this moment right now to think about how Michael Chiklis survived being blackballed by Hollywood for playing John Belushi. <laughs> yeah, we get it. <laughs> Joey Baloney. Joey Baloney. He's gonna play Joey Baloney. Yeah, I and hope he blackballed. <laughs> I hope he plays Joey Baloney. <laughs> Let's fucking ask if we can... Is uh, he Joey Baloney or Tony Baloney? What's his name? It's Joe. Joey Baloney. Because that's the two things before we got on the show I got obsessed with, before we started recording, before we went live. The other one is Trump is doing a speech about racial justice this week that... you know, I haven't watched very many Trump speeches, but uh, I'm going to watch that Yeah, I'll speech. be there for that. <laughs> I would like to know. Maybe we could watch together or something? What, what night is it? Uh, I got to look it up. His, his style. The thing about his spot style is with his address, you know, eh, and plus two weeks late actually yeah. like, just so late he's been embarrassed he's he's made all the wrong moves he's been segregate he's like parroted segregationists and shit he and is now he's actually gonna come and talk about coming together my dude has not made a good move in 2020 you know yeah and he's still gonna win the goddamn election that's the fucking thing you I know yeah. You think you got it? You know, I was listening and, and this is a very good episode. Uh, if you're on the struggle session Patreon, uh, they had tea from Champagne Sharks on and, and they were talking about some of that stuff. And they were talking about how Joe Biden, like everybody was sort of like told not to go in heavy on Joe Biden during the primaries, especially on the incar, mass incarceration and his issues with race. And they didn't. And that like, uh, yeah, you might think, like, that Trump is racist, so, right, you know, but but the way that they described it is, you know, if Trump can paint Biden as a racist, then he can just paint it as it's too racist, running yeah. against each other, and people will just be disgusted, turn it off, and not come in. But the Trump people are going to vote. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? And uh, they, they are going to paint Biden as racist, and there you have they, p- plenty of stuff. To, to use Donald too. Trump is bad, is a horrible, bo- horrible boss and a bad decision maker and shouldn't be in charge. But he didn't lay as much groundwork as Joe Biden has for racism in America to make it more of a standardized, uh, three strikes type situation. Also, he doesn't, the, the, he has the advantage in that like everybody knows Donald Trump is racist and he doesn't care if you think he's racist. Whereas like you, you know, Joe Biden. He's playing by different rules than Donald Trump. You know what I mean? And everybody knows that when Donald Trump is like, Joe Biden's fucking racist, like that he doesn't care about racism and that he's actually racist, but he's still going to say it. You know, it's all the same shit with Hillary Clinton, you know? All right. We're going to hit a break. (laughs) Yeah. We got to go to break. (laughs) I don't know what fucking folks, Joey Baloney folks. (laughs) I wish (laughs) folks. I, I, Jeez, I, did you read about in the papers there's a lot going on in the papers <laughs> <laughs> he's just gonna name every black guy that's ever yep. been nice to him yeah ever in the history uh, like what whoever oh I had him on the apprentice uh yeah, Omarosa. yeah. she was in my Love cabinet her. uh <laughs> all right uh, so this is a this is a good one somebody me- uh, messaged me this is bear God they are out of Pittsburgh Pennsylvania uh looks like the woods to me. Uh, this album is called 179.17. Uh, you can find them at beargod.bandcamp.com. Uh, this shit fucking goes. Get ready. To Street Fight Radio. How's it going, everybody? What's up? It's another call-in show. Uh, we have a full queue to, to get us through the rest of the night, so if you want to get in, uh, save it for next week. We do this every single Sunday night, 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern Standard Time. You can find us on Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube if you want to watch along. Uh, also, those videos are archived there if you want to watch along. And uh, Otherwise, just podcasts. That's how we got started forever ago as a podcast on Face, I'm sorry, Facebook, on Spotify, Google, SoundCloud, any of your podcasting platforms. Subscribe to Street Fight Radio. Give us a five-star rating and uh, let people know that you like what we do. And finally, uh, if you want to support what we do, head to patreon.com slash Radio, where you can sign up for a monthly subscription to get access to bonus videos, zines, audio content, lots of great things to, to take up your time uh, if you need more content. Thank you for being here, everybody. Uh, you ready to take more calls, Brian? Yeah. Let's do this. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? My name's Elizabeth. Oh Elizabeth. my goodness. What's up? We haven't heard from you in a long time. Yeah, so uh it's because I'm a fucking idiot.
4: Uh oh. and I've been calling the wrong number for months. Um <laughs> Really? I, yeah. I had the wrong yeah, I had the wrong number saved in my phone. Um <laughs> So I don't know. Maybe it was just an old number and you guys were at Joker, and I didn't realize. Um, start yeah, smoking weed, and um, then you
0: start calling the wrong number. What the heck? I have a bong in my lap right now. <laughs> uh,
4: um, but yeah. Uh, so last time I called, it was uh, actually the night before I started with the job. Um, this job fucking rules. Really? Um, it is. Yeah, it is what I would call a street fight job. Um well it's not something you know we're to actual work you know it's a custodial job but you know it it's a university but it's like mostly older students uh you know non traditional students so there's just kind of a lot of downtime you know
0: okay I don't know. um just so like so yeah. hanging out keep shit clean get spills when, yeah. when it's needed um Pretty much, but,
4: uh, well, that's what I would have been doing, except for a week after I started, uh, we went to work once a week, um, oh. cause of the virus, Yeah, but I was still getting paid full time, rock. Nice. Uh, which is just like, I literally don't know what I would have done. Um, just like, cause I just didn't have money, you know? So I've actually been able to kind of get on my feet. Now we're, uh. We're working four hour days right now, five days a week, which honestly is fucking great. Um, yeah, that's the dream. It's just yeah, it's great, you know get up down in the morning, and um, I think we're going we're opening up again full full time um, you know for students and stuff soon enough, so I think um, but yeah
0: well, there's just uh, been there's been an assault on, on everything uh, and, and the virus, you know still is going on. And it's still having lasting effects. And it really, it has changed the way that people think about the workplace too. And like what needs to get done and how much can get done and how mu- much amount of time, how much money is there to pay people to do this stuff? You know, like a lot of the stuff that they told us they could never afford or we can never do is now happening all the time. You know, people are going to work, yeah. people are going to work and saying, eh, I feel a little uncomfortable. I'm going to go work from home and just dipping out, you know, and, and that was something mm-hmm. that felt, I mean. You know, for me, I always every job I had was like you need to be at this desk forty hours a week, and if you're there thirty nine minutes and fifty and fifty nine seconds, uh, you know, then you're I fucking fucked it up. <laughs> if, I'm, if you're there for thirty nine hours, if you're late one fucking minute, you know, you're fired or you're in trouble. But it's like, no, we just have to get this yeah, job done. You
4: have a point taken off.
0: Yeah, yeah, we just need to. We have a job that gets needs to get done. That's what we have here. We don't have a point system. We don't have to deal with any of that. We just have to do the essential work here.
4: Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm way more on my feet now, which is a nice change of pace over the uh, last year. Um, yeah. But uh, I'm not really on social media. Um, I mean, I have a Twitter, but it, I, it's an old, it's my old sex work account. Um, so. I'm just trying to figure out how, you know, where people are needed, you know, whether it's going to be stuff, the protest stuff, uh, whatever. Um, so I guess if anyone is in Chicago or around Chicago, uh, I'm in the suburbs right now, uh, but you know, I'm time traveling, uh, you know, and, and, and you just need someone, need people. Um, can I give out a
0: phone number? Yeah, it's up to you. Do whatever you want.
4: Yeah, I got a Google voice number.
0: Okay. Um. Smart.
4: Yeah, that'd be great, just cause, uh, I'm not really sure, you know, how to, how to be getting involved with much right now. Um. But I figure there's gotta be some people listening who would. Um. Shit, come on. My phone is such trash. Alright, 262-724-6856. Um, so yeah, just if you need, you know, anyone for each way to protest stuff yeah. or whatever.
0: Get Elizabeth looped um, in. Yeah. yeah, Elizabeth's great, has been there from the beginning, and, uh, loop her in. Um, but yeah, I don't have a,
4: a ton to say. Uh, I've witnessed, I haven't been to anything yet, really. Um, just because I'm trying to figure out where it's happening. Um, but I, I did see one, uh, up in... Rogers Park, one protest, uh, and there was an entire city bus, uh, full of cops, um, like one of those, you know, two, two, like part ones, you know, with the flexi thing in the middle,
3: mm-hmm.
4: um, like literally every seat was filled, uh, with cops, uh, and then uh, they started just like kind of going out into like the neighborhood park area and, you know, by the time half of them were out of there, you know, you could turn around to 60 degrees and you would have to be seeing multiple cops at all at all times. It was just I don't know. It was just like a very clear message of uh, how they're expending their resources.
0: Yeah, the the whole thing is just upended uh, everyone's understanding of what exactly what exactly uh, the police are. I mean, for those of for people that have been trying to abolish the police since they started, Uh, it's all quite obvious but they really just went out and did it in front of everybody like with all those cameras on them and thought they were just gonna say like that's how we regulate shit this is what we have to do you know
4: yeah shit's feeling different though i don't know like it it just feels like fascism is just kind of way more in our face right now than it ever has been uh you know, just like, like even the fucking suburbs are changing. Um like I'm just seeing so many so many more cops. Um you know, and uh, it's all just fucked. But uh, you know, pe- people are doing people are doing good work and uh hopefully we can work through some stuff together, you know?
0: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for calling, Elizabeth. Yeah, appreciate it. It's yeah. good to hear from you. Yeah, well uh, have a great night, guys. You too. Peace. <sighs> Woo. Let's do it Let's take these calls man We Th- gotta take these calls Thanks for calling Street Fight Who are we talking to tonight?
1: Hey it's Andrew from uh, PA
0: What's up Andrew? How's it going in PA?
1: Uh, it's going okay I kind of have like two protest stories Because I noticed it's basically protest night I yeah. got one about the uh, This, like, smaller town, like, 10 miles from me, and I got one from Pittsburgh.
0: Okay, okay. Uh, let's hear it.
1: Um. Okay, so I was there for the first day of the Pittsburgh protest, man, and it's just fucking... They really went hard with that outside agitator bullshit, man.
0: <laughs> yeah. They made a big impact like the, immediately. They the, mm-hmm,
2: they, yeah, they, they tried... Like, I saw on my local news station, man, they were like... Uh, 46 people arrested. Only 22 had city addresses. It's like, what the fuck? Does, what does that even mean? It's
0: like... Yeah, it I, all like, fell, it all fell apart, even, too. Everybody ran with... Every, I mean, there were so many stupid people that were like, oh, mm-hmm. the mayor said that it wasn't even the citizens. And it's like, come on, we're out there. Yeah. It's us.
2: Yeah, yeah. they they it out the the fucking chief of police, that fucking pig. And they were like... Uh, he—they he, made him like say this ridiculous line. There, he was like, "It's really a shame that this nice protest got hijacked by white men." It's
0: like, what are you talking about? You're a white guy. What? I didn't see that he shit was- happen either. That was the thing. I said this on Wednesday, but it was—I like was there. The outside agitator thing was bullshit the whole time. No, of course. Like, I, I,
1: I—I'm not gonna say anything incriminating, but not true i saw what i saw yeah <laughs> and that's definitely not true yep like I just, oh my god it drives me up the fucking
2: wall and they they kettled us really bad they split us in like four different groups it sucked
0: yeah um, yeah that's rough
2: and so just th- this like white anarchist thing it's like pittsburgh just has a lot of
0: anarchists yeah just, yeah it, <laughs> We've always sold a lot of tickets in Pittsburgh, so we know that there's a lot of anarchists yeah. in Pittsburgh. I mean, it was—it's kind of mm-hmm. like yeah. they—they—they—they they, they are are dividing and conquering, which is what they try to do.
1: Yeah, for sure. And you—you've got like well-meaning people like thinking that they're—I don't know—being woke
2: by saying that it's all like white anarchist fault, which is very annoying.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. the The whole thing has been a cluster fuck, but uh, I mean, it hasn't worked. I, I don't think any of that has worked. Uh, people came out stronger and stronger. No, I really they don't tried think that either. What's working? The the mm. the police going light was as working a lot better. You know than
1: yeah. I kind of that. yeah. I kind of have
2: another thing regarding that. The other uh, protest I went to uh, just the other day, a small town like ten miles from me. Because I live in the middle of fucking nowhere.
1: So I kind of have to (laughs) go where there's people to do anything. And it was was better than I expected. I expected it to be very,
2: very, like, self-righteously, you know, nonviolent. But it wasn't that bad. There was, you know, no justice, no peace chant. But But they did do the racist police chant part, which is good. Yep. Um, there was, there was this woman who had a sign with a QR code on it. And I was like, Oh, this is going to be some weird, like tech stuff. But no, it, it, if you scanned it, it took you to an article about the, um, what the fuck is that called? The like Tulsa, like race ride or whatever the uh-huh. Greenwood. Yeah. You guys know about that? I don't. Yeah. And it was, Oh, you don't. Oh, okay. Well, it was this thing where in, in Tulsa, Oklahoma in like the twenties, there was this really, really rich black neighborhood called, I think it was called Greenwood. And it was super, like um, self-sustaining, oh. and Sorry. all the money was like in there. Like it was an incredibly prosperous neighborhood, and um, there was like some false accusation of some crime. I don't, I'm not, I'm not quite up on the details, but it culminated in them in a white, like mob, just
0: burning down the whole neighborhood, basically. Okay, I do remember and that. I just really terrible Greenwood, but yeah, I, I I, know mm-hmm. you, I see what you're talking about. I have to refresh myself as well yeah it w-
2: yeah and i was I was very uh sort of heartened by that because it
1: wasn't you know seeking kind of a fucking nonviolent solution or whatever it was like you know recognizing the like very violent history of uh, you know race in America and that kind of thing,
2: yeah, but absolutely. at the same time, it was a very like go out and vote protest, and it's like. You know, voting's fine, but you gotta
1: do more than that. They're like, you know, Joe Biden's not gonna say,
0: no, he's not. I mean, that you gotta expect him coming out and talking about voting, though. No matter what's happening, if if this was a county fair, yeah. they would also be standing there saying, "You have to vote." I mean, they're they're opportunists too, and 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 uh, you know, I can't imagine somebody going to this thing and not planning to vote for joe biden i don't think mm-hmm. there's a lot of trump people there there might yeah. be a lot of people who yeah. aren't going to vote but i mean it seems like wasted energy to to go there to try to find potential biden voters you know
2: yeah yeah there was a person walking around uh registering people to vote but they i didn't they didn't seem to be getting many cases yeah no I, they were like
1: how many people were
2: yeah, the, the speaker was like, "How many people in this crowd are registered to vote?" And it just kind of was silent because
1: I think most people just kind of like looked their left and right, being like, "Yeah, we're all registered." I mean, yeah, we're we're, we're like
3: just, politically it's, active it's, it's, people at
0: yeah. <laughs> a thing. Here. Yeah, like we,
2: we're not gonna come out and stand in front of this fucking courthouse if we're not politically active. Like,
0: yeah, yeah we tried know. voting. Um, That's why we're here yeah exactly too we know how to we know how to show up at the ballot box for one hour a year or every four years or two years Mm or whatever the fucking cycle is
1: yeah there was oh there was this very little mm, not little because it was kind of a big thing this sort of controversy
2: there was this guy with uh ar-15 who's open carrying
1: which yeah you know at these demonstrations it's always like what's he doing here yeah um And they, we like formed a circle because one of the organizers, like, was like, everybody form a circle. He was like, look, this guy's not trying to provoke us. He's actually marching with us. But the thing was, then they gave the guy the mega, the megaphone
2: and he said that he was here to protect small business. And we were like, dude, Uh, come on.
0: Yeah. We were like, dude.
2: And there was a man in the crowd who was very
1: agitated by that. And I think rightfully so, but he wasn't articulating very well. And he was saying, like, Um, he just, he kept referring to like the weapon he
2: was carrying. And it's like, I'm, I'm not so much concerned about the weapon. I'm concerned about the fact that he feels the need to protect small business. Like what the fuck? Who cares? Um, it's all fucking banked on this street anyway. Yeah. (laughs) But it, but it wasn't even, it wasn't even that kind of a fucking protest. Yeah. Because I think that would have been kind of foolish.
0: We had a, we had a few open uh, carry people, but they were on our side. So it was just kind
2: of yeah. Like, we oh, we hey did buddy. Too, Is the thing. Yeah, you know, I didn't yeah. see him, but they were at the they were at the back of the crowd, and it's funny because one of them is uh he's friends with my brother, and he was a big like like m- fucking maga idiot, but
1: he he was like yeah we're here to protect the protesters in case anyone fucks with them, and we were like oh that's cool
5: yeah
0: that's
1: nice <laughs> sure <laughs> because I live in a, I live I'm, I'm in southwest VA which is very fucking ooh. so you know. I kind of, I expected something like that, but it was nice to see someone who was on our side as well.
0: Yeah? Cool. Yeah? Well, hey, thanks for calling in. It's, it's, uh, that's, Mm -hmm. that's good to hear. Yeah, we appreciate it. Yeah. Have a good night. Peace.
5: You too. Thank you.
0: All right. Oh, I am hot. You're hot? I'm hot. Hot. I don't know if I can. It's okay. We can't really do anything about it. We just got to get through the calls. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Um, hello there. My, na- my name is Mitchell, and I'm calling from California. Hey, Mitchell, what's up? Not really much. I'm actually from a um, Central Coast town that is known for being one of the least diverse towns in,
2: well, all of coastal California. And it has been interesting watching the protests occurring. It's been like a, maybe a handful of black people, but then like this huge swarm of like white allies that have been gathering around them. And it's are ironically some of them came from other counties due to the curfews and none there being none here so it's very interesting to watch and also participate in
0: it's weird yeah so has it have they what what is i mean what has been the kind of help that they're offering are they just like following them around and 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 asking them pretty pretty much what to do yeah, pretty much that, although there have
2: been a few unusual instances. Like, at one point, they, I mean, obviously with all the freeway walking incidents, their goal was, the police's goal was to block us from reaching the freeways. Mm-hmm. Although, at one point when we did reach the freeways, suddenly they started pushing people back, like, very aggressively. And then, I believe, I heard one guy throw a water bottle, and then they st- suddenly started shooting rubber bullets at everybody and, and tear cast canisters. And keep in mind, this is just a town of 40,000. Like, everybody knew this happened. We, I mean, yeah. I, I know. I know it's not like that notable overall, but the I just find it interesting. Although there is one thing that has really gotten on my mind ever since this um, movement started. Um, it's a bit of an association. Um, ever since this started, we I've been noticing a lot of action has been has been getting done in terms of like legislators approving things. Like in California, they just passed a new regulation for rubber bullets. It's, Probably not that much, but I'll take anything at this point. And one thing that made me wonder, though, is, um, is this the new normal we need to have in order to get any reasonable policy passed at this point?
4: Is it?
0: Yeah, it does seem that way. It's like, I mean, someone, someone like, um, well, someone just said in the chat radio silence that a man in Brooklyn by the name of Jamel Floyd was maced to death. Uh, and yeah, we, we had, I heard somebody here and we had someone it. in our grossman in Columbus, was the name, I uh, might've got that wrong. Who also, after being, after being subjected to tear gas, uh, had some sort of episode and ended up not being alive the next day. You mm-hmm. know, they aren't going to blame it on the police. And I don't know if the police are going to be charged for the murder, but, uh, but that it does seem, uh, no. they, they want us to put, they're like, are you willing to fight for it? Are you willing to burn down the whole city to get just. A little bit of change, you know, because they're not even planning. They, they're still like the the people in charge still see themselves in charge at the end of this. They're not like we've listened to the people, and I as the mayor need to stand down, uh, to step down from my position. I need to hand over my my power to the people that live in the city that are here that are out here and and all of this. Like they're still figuring out how they're going to surf this wave and and keep getting their paycheck, so that twenty twenty one is their best year ever.
2: Exactly. And the thing that I was wondering about was, I'm actually majoring in city regional planning, and I've heard all kinds of terrible stuff about climate change. So once we're able to get through the, I mean, get through some legislation that, um, helps the black community, one thing I'm wondering about is, will we need to do this all over again for, like, any other critical cause, like healthcare, yes. climate change? Clearly, they don't listen to peaceful protesters. And my biggest concern is, approval for these protests are high, but what about when it's not? What what more shit will they be allowed to get away with? Exactly. That's true. Like imagine, I mean, I mean, like imagine if this was unpopular, like imagine if this was basically seen similar to the whole Michael Brown incident where half of the people didn't see it as brutality. The other half did. I, I'm willing to bet that there would be way, way worse shit going on on the streets. If that were to have, if to have, if this scenario were something like that and people were protesting that, it's just, the only thing holding them back from going, I think, like with actual guns is the fact that the, the movement is popular currently.
0: It yeah, seems. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think the reason that they're not coming out to fuck with us is because it's popular. The reason that they're trying to uh, 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 co-opt it and absorb it is because it's popular now. And they know that it has to be. I, I, I find it interesting that like we're just like a few months Oh, from when, you know, Pete Buttigieg and Joe Biden and Amy Klobuchar were all talking about how Americans don't want revolutionary politics. And, uh, (laughs) now, now it feels like, uh, hey, uh, maybe they did actually want that maybe maybe you guys misread the room and fucked up and now you know now we're gonna get everything we wanted all, all of our why i mean we might be able to we're now we have like the energy and the uh uh numbers to to get everything we've ever wanted done you yeah. know without them and uh maybe that'll be the lesson in the end here hopefully I mean, really, I think
2: that is the only real way to go about things. And being a general Zer myself, personally, I've seen a lot of, like, heavy left-wing, like, thought among my generation. Like, we're actually to the left of millennials. We support socialism more than capitalism by about three points, albeit it's the Bernie Sanders version, which isn't exactly socialism, but it's a big step in the right direction either way. And it's going to be interesting to see how we um, end up voting in the future. Yep, yeah. And- yeah, but anyway, that um, pardon me if this was a bit dull. I this is my first time calling into no, the show. Um, you're good. Okay, and um, th- thank you for taking this call, and um, I hope you guys have a great rest of your evening. You too. Good have night. a great
0: night. Sweet dreams. Thanks, Thanks for calling. Thank you, and thank you for having me. <laughs> too polite, buddy. Very polite. <laughs> very, very polite. <laughs> Don't be too polite yeah no, he was great. I love the analysis and uh the the questions there uh really is important to ask. I mean this is what's required. We just saw what's required to get the people to pay attention, so on these other issues, this is what we're gonna have to do, you yeah, know, if we yeah. ever want to be heard. Thanks for calling street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? That uses me. It is, but only you would know.
3: <laughs> okay, give me one second.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Uh Vamp. Oh,
1: Chris, sorry, say some my, stuff. <laughs> <just turn my laughs> <sticker off.
0: laughs> What's up? How you doing tonight? Who's this? Hey, this is Justin Comer in Iowa. Justin, oh, hey! Wow. We miss what you've never called this show before.
2: It's been a very long time. I have called, but it's been quite a while.
0: Well it's good to hear from you. What's going on, Justin?
2: Well, I wanted to uh, thank Brett for mentioning my name on your most recent episode, The Basement Show. You're welcome.
0: Hell yeah. I mean, you get a mention on The Basement Show, that's a big mention. You know, The Colin Show. Oh, absolutely. That's okay. But a Basement Show mention is a big fucking deal. I hope uh, Iowa got taken care of. I hope the people got some money because of it.
2: Yeah, things seem to be going okay on that front. Um, I missed the first half of your show tonight. Has anybody else called in from this area?
0: No, we haven't heard anything from Iowa today.
2: Okay. Well, I can I can recap some events that I've witnessed.
0: Well, what's going on?
2: Uh I I've gone out every night besides um Thursday night since last Sunday. Uh, the most notable event would have been late Wednesday night. Um, we had a group of probably, we had over a thousand, I think, I don't know like exact numbers cause it's kind of hard to tell, you know, there's just so many people there. Uh, but we were, we were walking slowly up this street that, that connects to, uh, interstate 80. Okay. So the. It it seemed like the intention was that you know we were going to block off the interstate, but uh, the the city police, county sheriffs, and I believe state patrol they were all ready for us. Uh, you know they had, they'd set up a line before we could get to the uh, the interstate, and uh, what what I've read afterwards is that the Iowa DOT had the, the closest um, on-ramps blocked as well. So, so traffic was stopped on the interstate, and the, the cops had, had people out there stopping us from even getting to the interstate. And even so, like, it, it was going to be impossible for us to get to the interstate, and there was no traffic, so there was no actual danger. But even so, we, with us m- walking slowly towards them, hands up, everybody hands up, they you know opened fire they they started uh throwing flux bangs at us and uh deploying tear gas it, it, it's the fucking craziest thing i've ever seen <laughs> it was terrifying
0: yeah um i dc was like the one that was where we got uh introduced to all that kind of stuff and uh it's it's It just is terrifying the first time you hear those fucking flashbangs and all that other shit go off. The first time you get fucking tear gas in your eyes is just insane.
2: Yeah, I I was fortunate enough to be far enough back in the crowd that, like, the flashbang didn't, like, damage my hearing. Uh, And the the tear gas did not actually, like, get on to me. But, like, as as, as soon as that first boom came out, like everyone in the crowd just bolted backwards yeah. so we oh, man it was <laughs> really dangerous like obviously the police made that situation way worse than it was going to be it was way more dangerous because of their actions
0: yeah yeah the um that and i was the, the way that people run it's like a just like a school of fish just starts like darting in one direction uh and it feels like pandemonium
2: Yeah, yeah 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 And, uh, so yeah, I myself did not suffer any physical harm, but I'm, I was like just witnessing like people screaming like medic, medic, medic. there was a guy who had his daughter with him who was probably like around five years old and she's screaming that she wants to go home. Uh, I, I helped a dude who like had the, the first boom go off, like right next to his fucking head. (laughs) I just sat with him on the curb while he like recovered himself. Uh, uh, yeah, I've never like it was like a war zone. like no one died, but fuck
0: <sighs> yeah it 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 feels scary, like I'm sure like have you had like flashbang stuff and and all that stuff in Iowa before have you ever been involved in anything like that?
2: I have not myself. I don't think this
1: happens very often. Here.
0: No, no, absolutely not. I'm sure we were there. It it like people probably had to drive a good distance to even get gathered that many people. Right. <laughs> uh, Yeah. I mean, Iowa city has uh, a
2: decent like population of young people, but it's summer. So a lot of them are gone. Um, and you guys came to Des Moines and it's been far worse over there. Like earlier in the week, like pretty much every night, the cops were firing tear gas on people, like yeah. arresting uh, newspaper reporters and shit.
0: Yeah, yeah, they love it. Then, they finally I, got rid of our curfew because yeah. it, every single night it was just a battle with the cops. They would go to cur- they would be curfew time, and then they would just be hup, 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 hup. All these you guys would just run start beating the shit out of people. You want to know why they got rid of the curfew? Small business. Yeah, Woodlands Tavern was gonna sue them. Oh, really? A few really wow. and a couple of the other small businesses, the bars in town, were going to sue the city. And he was like, you know what? Everybody's good now. No more curfew. <laughs> you know, small business. They came through for us, I guess, for once.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> We've had kind of the opposite. Uh, so I live in Coralville, which is a suburb of Iowa City. We've got about 20,000 people here, and, uh, last Sunday night there was a small group of people who, uh, looted the Walmart. Uh, apparently, I don't really know the details. It doesn't seem like they actually got much out of the Walmart.
0: Allegedly. And then,
2: yeah, right, <laughs> and then like a few windows got broken in the area around the Walmart. And we have had, uh, it started at an 8pm curfew, and then it became a 9pm curfew. But we've had that in this, like, suburb of 20,000 the whole week since then. And there hasn't been a single incident. Yeah, <laughs> People haven't even been, like, demonstrating peacefully or anything since Tuesday night here, as far as I know. And there's still a curfew. <laughs> wow.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I can't believe they got rid of ours. I thought we were going to be weeks with it, but... We got lucky. They got rid of it. Because I was, like, hating driving home from doing the show because of the curfew. Oh, yeah. It was like, I don't fucking know, man. But, you know, I guess, like, the the idea would be that I would say I was driving home from work and I would be okay. But, yeah,
1: you know. Right, right.
0: You never fucking know what these cops are going to do. Yeah,
2: when I was driving back into Coralville from being out at the protests in iowa city i was also at first nervous because there's supposed to be a curfew at nine and i'm coming back into town at like 1 a.m but there's there haven't been any cops in my neighborhood uh enforcing this curfew
0: yeah
1: (laughs) there was
2: all like they're all on the other side of the town by the mall because that's what the curfew is really about is protecting the businesses over there yeah that was the people
0: that was the same i was uh literally like 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 the cops were spraying macing beating people up it was like 9:45 was curfew it was about to happen at 10 i just bolted i'm like there's no reason to be there's no reason to be out here and just get beat up and arrested for no reason so i'm driving i'm riding home and about 2 blocks away 3 blocks away there's people sitting on a patio just having a drink and shit like it's no fucking problem you know i get closer to my house i get closer to my house and it's regular regular world going on those curfews didn't mean shit for anybody else except for the people downtown. It just meant that they were able to—they were trying to arrest and tear gas protesters downtown, and that—that that was the legal time they were allowed to start doing it. That was like their first police reform. Mm-hmm. Instead of beating us in the broad daylight, they would say, "If you come out at night, you're going to get beat up."
5: Ugh, yeah. Yeah. Well, so just- when I got home, go ahead. Uh, when I got home from the uh,
2: the tear gas event, uh, my wife had had been sleeping for a couple hours already because she she works pretty early. And I, I woke her up and I was like trying to tell her uh, what went down. And I I didn't realize like how much of a like psychological effect that was having on me. And I just like I almost started hyperventilating. And I, I never really have reactions like that. Yeah, to things. It, it was more intense than I was prepared for i just i could only get out like a couple words at a time for a while
0: yeah it's overwhelming scary yeah i i mean there's lots of people that went to their this was the first time they protested and they and they got met with that i mean i think there's a lot of people that are going to be radicalized by that
2: yeah yeah that's definitely what happened here there were like high school and college kids out there with us like i'm one of the older people in the crowd and i'm like 29 you know
0: (laughs) right yeah, we'll take control out there, Justin. Be tough, you know, teach these kids how to protest. Keep it rolling. Is it is it winding down there or you guys uh, uh still uh, well, going strong?
2: Uh we took tonight off. I think the the main people organizing the the marches uh needed some rest, <laughs> but we are planning on going back Ah uh, tomorrow at six, so yeah. I, I think we're going to try to keep the pressure up because every time every time we go out, like something else makes the news, and people are more aware of what's going on, so it's having a positive effect it yeah it
0: really is, yeah, absolutely. well, thanks for calling, Justin. It was good to hear from you, yeah, nice to talk to you guys. Peace have a good night. Good night. All right. you ready? Yep, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm sorry. I'm very hot right now. We heard. Do you I'm need to get you a fan? I need a fan. I need is a, there like a, a little quiet fan, yeah, like a need, personal air conditioner for me? Is there something? Uh, yeah. Could you wear like a wet towel? I don't. I woke neck? up early today too, so I probably and I took magnesium before I came here. Maybe that's making me hot. That shouldn't make me hot. Does it really? I feel like sometimes I took some magnesium. I don't fuck with magnesium and now I feel like ugh. Yeah, but I've been waking up twitchy, and they say that'll help you. Okay. With that, so I'm trying to like solve that problem, and I feel kind of yicky right now. That's okay. what's going on with me right now. Oh no, we had to jump in, <laughs> so you're not going to be. Oh happy my god. Never going home. Thank- hey, you got to work. <laughs> Till midnight. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? A skeleton? Huh? A Skeleton Crusader from the Skeleton Black Lives Matter Army.
3: No, it's Ken Copey in Iowa, Kansas.
0: Hey, what's up? How's what's it going? Up? How's it going?
1: Hey, we called because we had a really great protest in the butt-ass middle of nowhere today. And uh, we're pretty excited about it. That's great. We spent to hear. the week. Yeah, we got people excited. Spent the week like freaking out about death threats coming in on social media and like getting fired from our jobs and evicted from houses and and rentals and stuff. And then like had like a lot of intense uh, like consensus building behind the scenes and a lot of the like work that makes shit actually successful and like not doing mistakes that uh, we've made in the past. And it was like. It was awesome. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Yeah, another thing that happened was uh, we did, like, because not everybody's super radical, we did work with the police department to make sure that, like, you know, people didn't come by and kill us, which is very cool. Uh And uh, it was wild. Like, I was like, we were really on edge when the police showed up. And then they were, like, looking out, you know, like, they weren't looking at us. They were, like, we saw their backs. Who?
0: Which is the cops. Oh, yeah. No one cares. All right. Next call. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? <laughs> what happened? He's talking about how the great the cops were at his fucking protest. <laughs> Got him. Uh, thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking hey. tonight? Hey, what's up? Uh, is it me? It is.
6: Oh, okay. Awesome. Uh, First time caller. My name is Aldo. I'm calling in from New York City. And I'm wondering if anyone has called in from New York. I kind of want to give my uh, protesting experience. It was like my
0: first time. Nice. What? what By the way, fuck the cop. Like? Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
6: absolutely. <laughs> so uh, I decided to go with my girl and everything. And, you know, I was a little worried just because I was like, yo, if the cops start like, you know, tear gassing or pulling some bullshit, I'm like, yo, I'm going to have to, like, find a way to, like, make sure, like, you know, me and my girl are safe and everything. But I wanted to go. I, you know, I. Basically, you know, I got fired recently, so I'm a full fledged street fighter. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> What's up with <for> getting fired?
0: <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, <laughs> Don't. I mean, uh, it's all <laughs> ruined from here. Don't follow in my footsteps. <laughs>
6: <Yeah. laughs> no. Nah, yeah. I'm definitely gonna see if I can get like a, like a gig job, something like uh, part time. I'm gonna, you know, try to figure it out. But uh, so, you know, I had my like, you know, sign ready and shit. We go out. And uh, we're gonna get into the train station, and I shit you not, there's just like a shit ton of cops. And like my my sign says, uh, "fuck the police," and in the back has like you know little anime pigs, and like an oink oink. And I shit you not, my heart was just bumping just walking through them because I'm like I'm not white, so I'm like okay, I can easily be a target. Yeah. And just but I just walked up finally, just through that station. And they just had, like, little smirks and everything. And in the back of my head, I know, I know you're tight. I know you're mad. I know you're mad. You're feeling it, but you can't do anything. So that was, like, my first moment of just, like, holy shit. All right.
0: We're doing
6: this shit. Fuck it. So i heading down to downtown by, like, uh,
0: what's up, man? Getting loud and proud. Like, to just look at him in the face and say, this is actually what I think of you as a person. You know?
6: Yo. And also as, the, uh, as an extra dealer, uh now that I can say it, because I don't have anything in my pockets, I was just like, yes, you can't, like, mm, in your fucking face, bro, like, fuck you, like, mm, bro, like, just so empowering. Um, but yeah, getting downtown and everything, uh, we're like trying to find protests, and like, we're literally just like, I, could I didn't bring my phone, cause, I have some radical shit on my phone, and I just definitely, in case of anything, I don't want that shit to fall through. So I was just like, okay, I'm not bringing my phone. So we're just going to, like, walk around and see what the fuck is up. And it was just, like, like by NYU, it's a lot of rich people. So it's, like, it just looked like, very chill, like a very chill Sunday. And I'm just like, holy shit. El I was like, Hun, I think we kind of missed the protest. And she was like, you think so? I'm like, Dude, I don't see nobody. I don't hear noise or anything. So we started walking around. We started looking a couple avenues. And then, like, she was like, wait, hold up, hold up. I'm hearing something, like, like, cross the street. We cross the street, and then, Bled, I thought of you, boy. The fucking, bi- the bike cavalry just came through. And I'm like, there it is. That's the fucking protest. There it fucking is. I held my fucking sign up all loud and proud. And then that's when we start joining and walking in. And uh, some dude gave me a mic and I just started yelling out the most radical fucking shit. I think it was a little radical for that crowd, cause you know, mm, still a little lip. But sure. you know, I you know, I, I had to join, I try to, try not to cause too much shit, you know. I Kinda wonder like what was your guys thoughts about that, like how do you deal with that shit? Because a lot of times like the speakers, they would just tell me like, yo, pull out your phone, and follow this, this, and that. And yeah. there was always, like people who were like running and shit and i felt like just weird about it
0: i was like "Well, what like shit. pull out your phone and text and the, jesus like, to four three two four four i had that one the other day whatever the number was text jesus and it was like okay i mean we can do and stuff now <laughs> i guess yo,
6: that ass fucking like oh this for congress At this don't so why don't you have your phone out and i'm just like I thought we were supposed to bring phones, but uh, all right, like, I'm still not going to vote for you fuckers, because they kept telling us, like, you got to do it at the ballot. And I'm just like, bro, we we did dark faces in high places already, bro. Like, Obama was there, and we still, like, we're here, my nigga, like, what are we going to do, son? Like, for real, like, we, we, we tried this already. Like, the people in Minneapolis, they did it because they, you know, they showed, we're mad. And I'm not going to front. When we were in Washington Square Park, I started yelling, fuck the picnic. Because there were a bunch of yuppies just chilling there like, "Yo, oh, yeah, so it's, you know, it's a chill there. Yeah, you know, black people getting killed. But I'm going to enjoy mm-hmm. this so bad boss water and enjoy my beautiful day where I have a million dollar condo. And you know, I, I went in there and guess what? The crowd actually joined in when I said, go fuck the picnic. Because for real, bro, fuck the picnic. We're not going to give you the peace, man. We're not going to do that. Like, no, uh-uh.
0: I've- that's fine. That's you know, great. I wanted
6: to make people uncomfortable.
0: We, ma- know, I wanted to, like, at least that. Everybody we passed, we made uncomfortable as well. It was a, definitely a big spirit of the protest. Was like, you know, you can't just stand on the side of the road and like put a fist up and like soak up our energy. Like we are actually trying to get all of us together right now to solve a problem. You need to fucking show up here with us.
3: You no know? word,
6: word. Um, I think one of the someone started yelling out that too. So I think white silence is still like, um. Violence. I think that was uh, the phrase like they said that a lot too. So I'm like, yo, like for real for white allies That yo. Thank you uh, uh, For all my street fighters. What's up? Especially for the ones that got tear gas, especially our host. I want to thank you guys Yeah, the real first responders <laughs> And you know also everyone else Yo, not nah, for real bro for real uh, and uh, Brian they're also the man bro I remember uh, I went to one of you guys shows in New York. I was I think I was the only one smoking a blunt outside and uh, I, I, I spoke with Brian a little bit. I shit you not, Brian. I was so fucking nervous talking to you because I'm like, y'all talk to a white guy right now, and, I'm not <laughs> gonna get
0: searched. This is a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 yeah, we, we'll get we'll, us white guys can get you in a lot of trouble. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna call the fucking police. Somebody handed me a. Uh, oh, oh. Was it the night somebody handed me a shiv? I'm like here, have this Whoa. shiv. That's yours. It's my gift oh. to you.
6: <laughs> Alright, bro. Uh I would just I don't know how I would take that, honestly. Even myself, I'd be like,
0: uh, a bunch of people freaked out that. and took it away from me and threw it in the trash. Uh it, they, whoa, no whoa, fun. Whoa. That's so not a fight. That's not yeah. a fight. I
6: wouldn't I wouldn't like throw it away. I would just be a little thrown back. Like, who's going to jail, bro? Like we're just chilling. Like
0: yeah, yeah. You know?
6: But <laughs> but uh yeah, so no, what's up, what's up?
0: I got nothing, I got nothing, I, I'm. you're good.
6: Oh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, you know, that's how it, like, it started, and I'm not gonna front it started getting a little bit radical towards the end, because then, like, this one chick, she got up, and she was like, oh, fuck, this real, uh, liberalist, capitalist, um, like, imperialist, like, she just started going on her little rant, and I'm like, that was for me, I was like, that one was for me, bro, that one, I felt that one. I felt that when I heard a couple like, yo, fuck Avatar, and I fuck my whole couple like, yo, fuck the banks. I'm like, yo, maybe this could be something like where, you know, it can grow a little bit. Like, you can just, you know, expand. Like, yo, know, you know, racism, kind of cultural capitalism, bro. Like, you know, there's a little connection there. Like, can have one or the other.
0: Come on. Yeah, You're I- going to see it. You're going to see it, so... Uh, you know what? To be honest, myself, I, I would say that I definitely have given up on a lot of long-term organizing considering I've been in those protests where you're like 200 mm-hmm. people and everybody just looks like you, it looks at you like you're just an asshole that's annoying people. Um, but what I saw, what I saw in the streets of Columbus, you know, that Friday night po- protest was completely radical and was completely wild and chaotic, but it was like, it was the people finding themselves and finding their voice and coming alive. And like, it, it let me know that like those people are ready to ride with us whenever we can, however we can make this bigger the next time and bigger until the point where we can just crush, crush them. Uh, there is a huge population of people that are ready to do the work for sure because that's what I said is like you know you got these people hanging out all goddamn day they would rebuild their own neighborhoods if we gave yeah, them the, if we gave them the money and the jobs and like I people would sign up to do any work to to rebuild these forgotten neighborhoods and shit like there's no reason that these these people I hear that you're complaining about they're a destructive force but you could also use them to be constructive as well and you, you we've discarded all the we've discarded our, you know young young black folks and young poor people in general It's just there's not anything ahead there's no there's no horizon and things are getting worse and and this virus really let everybody know where we're at this this virus let it let everyone know how the government feels about us what they're willing to do to protect us from health problems and then george floyd uh the death of george floyd is kicked it off where it's like they are just going to beat us if we protest too you know so everything is getting laid out right now and i don't know where we go from here i i don't think it's it's not going away, uh, but it, it's so much potential. I'm wondering so much they potential when they're
6: saying don't vote. Like, vote. I'm like, bro, you took out my man, Bernie. Like, what? who am I going to vote for? Like, who are you talking to about, like, voting? Like, that was another thing they kept talking about. Like, you know, we're going to vote. So, and shout out to that guy from California. He he hit it. the nail. Boom. Like, I who, who the fuck am I going to vote for? Like, I got your burden My compromise. Like, he was still a little err, but, like, that was a compromise, yeah. the man, like, that killed him, so, well, now I got, I felt weird when they said, yo, vote, because I'm just, like, I'm not voting. I looked at my girlfriend, I told her, like, you know I'm not voting, like, <laughs> you know, she's a little lit, but I was, like, I, I looked at her, and she was, like, she, she was, like, a little, like, giving me a little disappointed look and shit, and I'm just, like, you know, I was, like, you had it already like you know i'm not voting for this shit it, y'all killed my man yeah that did it y'all, y'all got this y'all sold it y'all got it like i'm chilling i told you that day
0: Absolutely. you go vote
6: whatever but you know it, it messed up my man but yo i'm gonna give more sh- you know to other uh, callers thank you guys so much um, i can't wait for you guys to come to new york i would love to just hang out with you and actually not be nervous and actually chill with you guys and everything so yo take it easy have a good night, guys. We can't wait to go
0: back to New York too. Yeah, we want to be there, peace, and definitely hit me up on uh, social and all that stuff. Uh, I'll send you a shirt. Yeah, um, actually, um, uh, uh,
6: anything, Brett, you were the one that I asked about the North Face uh, skaters because when you told me that, like, oh. where I'm from, let's see, let me tell you right now, I when I was growing up, when you were wearing North Face, you were not a fucking skater. You feel me? I oh. thought it was like niggas that wore like bands and shit. Like, I was like, oh, okay, those are skaters, guys, and. You know, I just, Skater, I didn't get that part. I
0: was like, Dude. skaters should have clothes on that are, have holes in them because they've been falling on their ass all day long. They shouldn't be around in like brand new fucking pressed clothes. Like there's no reason to be wearing a, a $60 North Face hoodie to go skate because they're not skating. They're just walking around. They got a hundred, they got a $200 board. The nicest one in the shop is an accessory. Everybody comes around and they like, oh yeah, yeah, I skate, I skate, you know, and they, they know all the brands, but they're fucking fakes. It's, ha- it's happening in America. It's disgusting. Uh,
6: I mean, that's what he says. Like, capitalism just literally just hollows out all fucking culture In the end of the day. Like, I'm t- you know, funny, my girl was just telling me how, like, YouTube is bullshit now because, like, you fake a relationship for YouTube now. I'm like, what? You can do that? And I'm like, yep, YouTubers do that. I'm like, that's it. It's <laughs> done. Like, YouTube is just Hollywood now, like. It's come like this is like, I told them like yeah, this is what money does. It, it corrupts. Like, it just, <laughs> like that's it. None of this is real. But uh, yeah, thanks so much, guys, for giving me the spot. Uh, so take it easy. Have a good night.
0: Peace. And I'm just gonna keep listening, yo. So take it easy. Peace. Love it. Have a good one. All right, that was a spirited call. Yeah, that was great. All right, we got one more to go. Let's do it. I have to pitch you on the one behind that. I oh, know. I think it's cop dropper. Ugh, I don't wanna get yelled at. Oh, I'm not gonna get yelled at on my own damn show. When you hung up on the guy, and now I gotta call back, and now I gotta deal with the uncomfortableness of that now. <laughs> Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Uh, this is Rusty Hazard from Phoenix. How's it
1: going?
3: Can you, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, long time listening to you. all I tell you what, I, I live a very, uh, uh, insular life and, uh, 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 just listen to y'all from like the 2018 shows early on to, uh, present day just, just really helps me, uh, stay, stay on task and everything. I appreciate so much what you do. Um, otherwise from like the, the general, uh, zeitgeist, to what's going on right now. Um, you know, there uh, there is a ceiling effect of all this stuff and it's kind of disheartening, you know, just seeing like, like a prior callers have said, just go out and vote, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. And it's like, Get to the fucking root of the problem, man. It's capitalism, baby. It's capitalism. Stop fucking talking about that and whatever. But you know, it's not my thing. I'm just here to support and whatever. Can I talk about a a, a work thing, uh, or is it just mostly uh, what's going on in the streets right now?
0: No, go ahead. Works fine. fine. You can talk about work.
3: So, so I'm a I'm a young dude, but I'm I'm a, a home health uh, physical therapist. Uh, out here, so, so I, so I go out, um, so like the west side of the Phoenix Valley is like mostly, uh, boomers, old, old ass, uh, Republicans, conservatives, you know, this and that. I, you know, I'm, I'm fucking, you know, massaging the feet of the wife of one of like Sheriff Joe Arpaio's fucking boys, and, and they just like, they use me as a sounding board, and they're like, you know, Rusty, what, what do you think about, uh, these, uh, snowflake, uh, college students just about uh, rubbing their feet? I'm like, oh, absolutely. Whatever you say, whatever you say, blah, blah, blah. It's just fucking, how the fuck do you stay professional and all that? Yeah. But, but, but I digress. The most annoying, one of the most annoying, like, professions I could think of is, like, the, the, the overly enthusiastic guardsmen of, like, these retirement communities where they have a guardhouse and they see young brown me coming up Rolling through, you know, this mess, and like, they're just overly questioning, like, what are you doing here? What, you don't belong here. What, yeah. what, are we, what are you seeing here for? Just like, over inflated sense of authority and shit. And it's just like, <laughs> bro, just, you don't do nothing. You don't do fucking nothing or whatever. But, 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 you know, like everyone said, man, um, these, these, fucking, these fucking bullies that are in uh, uh, uniform, they're not used to uh, uh, days like this. They, yeah. They're used to just. Brewing around, fucking around, all those other things. Everybody, just keep it up. Just keep it up. Keep the spirits up. You know, wear them thin. Make them fucking sweat for once in their lives. Just, just feel so blessed to talk to y'all. Thank you so much.
0: Oh hey, goodness. thank you for thank calling. You. Have a good night. That was beautiful. Oh my goodness, that really was awesome. Yeah, that yeah. was cool. Brett, you can go ahead and talk and deal with Think that. That was call. the best way to end the show. I I want you to keep up the fight in the streets uh you know for people like the last caller. Like you said, those 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 people are fucking bullies, you know? And and when I was a skater as a teen, they fucking bullied me too. And they wanted to try to pin shit on me and they wanted, you know, I'm not I don't know what I don't I know the experience, but I don't but those fuckers should be in a compromised position. It's time for them to pay for what they've done. And they 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 shouldn't be comfortable. It's fuck it's it's absolutely outrageous. Please keep up the good fight. Thank you to everybody that called in tonight. We really appreciate it. We're Street Fight Radio. You can find us on all the major platforms uh or you can go to Twitch, Facebook, Twitter and YouTube. We can watch it if you want. Uh you can also subscribe. Find we us are on sorry, a, social but media. We're The show
1: has ended. Goodbye.
0: Oh, that's a good way to get it. Peace, everybody. Man. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. I got one. Oh. I got I'll, one. I'll do to, the turn off. Okay, I forgot to mention. Podcast that's been killing it. You gotta listen to Hella Black Pod. Uh... Blake don't crack on Twitter is one of the one of the fucking best, and then uh, Delency is the other one. So you follow them both. Hella Black Pod, listen to the show. They have a lot of wonderful information. Uh, somebody in the chat reminded me that they were the ones that said, "If you get arrested, all you're doing is funding the bail system." You know, like there's a there's a strategic time to be arrested, and uh, just doing wanton destruction in the streets is not worth it. You know, or breaking curfew violations. Uh, so. Uh, we are street fight radio. We're finally done this time. We'll see you on Wednesday. Peace.